0: what up what up what up what up the real coach jb right here on the
1: coach jb show six to nine a.m pacific every single day uh appreciate everybody joining me uh come on over to youtube if you're not on youtube and listening somewhere else come on over we are live chase senior joins me this fine work boot wednesday matt mcchesney's gonna join me i got the slapdick hoodie on the old school slapdick hoodie belichick style short sleeve hoodie uh In honor of everybody trying to use Slapdick out there on their merch. People, stop using my name. It is trademarked. Can't wait to get into that. Uh, Welcome in on this workboot Wednesday. Chase here is going to join me. Sean Payton hired to fix Russell Wilson. D'Amico Ryans to Houston. Did they really just hire another defensive coordinator? Plus, how can Jalen Hurts win a Super Bowl if he has another average performance? Chase Sr. weighs in on that. Brock Purdy's future and what the 49ers do at quarterback, along with the Pro Bowl selection quarterbacks Huntley and so on and so forth. Bad luck on the NFL. We're just allowing anybody to be Pro Bowlers, even though we're playing a flag football game. All this and more brought to you by BetOnline.ag. Use the promo code BLEAV and get you 50% off canadipcbd.com go on over and get you some dip the cleanest way to dip is right here on canadipcbd.com and if you want to find bar cabinetry anything else built for your home deck outside you name it Kionis builds on instagram the finest bar builder on the west coast q u i n o e z b u i l d s that's who made the Slapstick cigar lounge bar and the new studio which we'll be moving into hopefully by the first of march we'll hopefully we're trying to get the right configuration in there can't wait to dive into this one man uh, appreciate everybody joining me on this fine hump day work boot wednesday can't wait to dive into a lot of different things and uh i will see you on the other side <music> Glad you guys are here on this fine Wednesday. I get to start the day off with you guys. Uh, boyness DS, uh, Big AG. Uh, quote of the day. Let's get you started on the right way. Behavior speaks. Pay close attention to those who don't clap when you win. Boy, you better listen to that shit again. Don't just hear it. You better start listening. Behavior speaks. Pay close attention to those who don't clap when you win. How many of you motherfuckers have seen, how many of you cats have seen a cat win and you see his homeboy over there like this? You don't see him clapping. You don't see him clapping it up for his boy. Behavior speaks. You ain't got to talk. Behavior speaks. Body language speaks volumes. That's why I never recruited a cat with bad body language. If he had bad body language on a game that I was at recruiting, I ain't recruiting you. And I, I made that whole thing clear to my staff after year two. I said, we're not recruiting these cats no more. I'm tired of just so you're clear, uh, talent and uh work ethic, they are totally completely different. Work ethic uh requires zero talent. <laughs> I don't know if you know that, but hard work requires zero talent. Finishing through the line requires zero talent. Going to class on time requires zero talent. I'm just telling you. So those are the guys I was trying to find before my uh, early demise and me getting out of Indy. That is what was on task for the year four uh, at Indy, which we would have probably been the powerhouse Juco of all Juco's. Uh, By that time, of course, having built all that shit I built up. But having said that, hey, everywhere ain't for everyone. Everywhere ain't for everyone. Just let that clear in, uh, sit in. Contrary to Belief, brought to you by betonline.ag. A liar believes that everyone lies. A thief will tell you that everyone steals. Yet the honest truth hurts their feelings. How many of those you know? contrary to belief how many of those cats do you know a liar will tell you that everybody's a liar and a thief will tell you that everybody steals yet the honest truth hurts their feelings the one telling you this (laughs) you guys better control your circle dog and start picking your circle a little better because i think a lot of these cats are influencing your ass you guys want to be called these so-called influencers That's why you're still in the Amazon packages at the front doors and still in the mail from everybody. Because your asses don't want to go to work. You think you're an influencer. You ain't no damn influencer. You're influencing a bunch of idiots to do dumber shit. That's what you're influencing. (laughs) But the truth hurts. Just so you you know. Uh, Contrary to belief, no one is coming to save you. This life is 100% your responsibility. Contrary to your belief, nobody's coming to save you, dog. Nobody's coming to save you. This life you own. It's 100% your responsibility to figure it out. You soft-ass young generation, dog. You think somebody's coming to save your ass with the big bag and the new car keys and putting food on my table, giving me a scholarship. Y'all think that someone's coming to save you, dog. I'm going to be honest. No one's coming to save you. This life is 1,000% your responsibility, contrary to belief. He who buys what he does not need steals from himself, contrary to belief. Dog, I'm sorry to drop this knowledge on you this morning. Hate to drop these truth bombs on you, but he who buys what he does not need steals from himself. Let that shit resonate. And I'm going to be honest. I do it all the time. I do it all the time, dog. And, you know, you do it all the time. We don't need half the shit we buy. Come on, man. But we buy it. That's why my coffee cup says hustle on it. Because I hustle. At least I hustle to go have the ability to buy it. But you know damn well we buy shit we don't need. And we're stealing from our damn self. Let that resonate with you guys. We're here on this Work Boot Wednesday, man. Chase Sr. is going to join us. Matt's going to try to join us. We're going to talk about the great Sean Payton taking over at the Denver Broncos. He is headed on over to Denver. We're going to talk about that. But before we get to that, I got, I'm got. i rocking this slapdick hoodie today. Because we've seen... So I trademarked slapdick, just so we're clear, right? I trademarked it. I registered it and i registered and trademarked it in one word just like it is on my shirt right now it's one word so that is the trademark there's a company out there that has it in two words and it's plural it's slap dicks and it's two words and it's plural i think it's like a cow company or something they're fine all right i i have no issue with them they actually reached out we're we're uh, it's two words it's plural it's not a, it's not associated with us uh But a bunch of companies in South Carolina are apparently using slapdick in one word, just like mine, and they're selling merch. So we had to hit them with a cease and desist. Look, dog, I'm not a real, I don't really care about all that. But don't use the word and try to use certain things to try to catch you some some, uh, clout and and try to make you some money off it. And when you don't have no following and you have a Twitter blue account, come on, dog. Don't have a Twitter Blue account and no following and try to use my shit. I don't want to be associated with your shit, so don't associate you with mine. Uh, I just want to be clear. So everybody knows in the stream here, see that right there? That's a real thing. That is the trademark. That is the United States trademark on Slapdick. I'm showing you right here on my screen. So let that sink in. Show the world that shit right there was registered April 20th, 2021. It was trademarked. It's right there. Just so we're clear. It ain't bragging if it's true. So, hey, I didn't invent the word. I just made it sexy. (laughs) I just made it sexy. You mean, Joe Accord? What are you talking about? Is it nationally trademarked? You think a trademark only is okay in California? (laughs) Do you know what a trademark is? Yeah, it's national. It's fucking global. What are you talking about? It's globally trademarked. It's globally registered. It it doesn't go state to state, Joe. Do you think you got to fucking jump in a tornado and fucking trademark me in every state? Come on, man. What kind of bullshit question is that? You are that guy right now asking that dumbass question. So trademarks by Slapdick. It is trademarked. Um, Just so you know, Coach Brucey from Kentucky, shut the fuck up. Stop coming in my show. You're a Slapdick. You need to wear my merch. (laughs) You need to wear the merch. So that's where I trademarked it at. Retard. God damn, coach Brucey, it says California. No shit. That's where it's trademarked. Retard? It goes global. Holy shit. How about you go read a book? Coach Brucey's gone cuz we know that's another uh we know that's another uh that's another uh Bruce uh Helms fake account. Bruce Helms, I'm telling you right now. You better come in this show and show your face or you're getting booted out cuz we think you're a fraud. We think you are fake. Unlike anyone else, we think you're fake and you're full of it. I think Joe Accord knows you're fake. I think uh, Lucy knows you're fake. I think Brian Case knows you're fake. I think Bree Black knows you're fake. I think you are fake. And we're calling you out, Bruce Helms. You better start bringing your ass in here. Start showing us who you are. Shit. Um, we are here live. I appreciate all you guys. Uh, Bruce, I mean, uh, Joe Court, I got your message. Uh, that live tournament ain't till May, dog. That's a long ways away. Um, they're in Saudi right now this weekend. Uh, I talked to Pat last night and then they're coming back. Then they'll be in Mexico. They'll be in Tucson. I'll be at those too. I got to come to Tulsa, man. I miss Tulsa, so. Yes, definitely. We'll hook up. Let me see. Um, Tom Brady announces his retirement. All right. Again, Um, I don't know if anyone really cares this time he retires. Is it real? Is it fake? We don't know. We don't care. I don't think anyone cares. It's in the year 2023. Apparently, that's a big deal because that's the number Michael Jordan. (gasps) Michael Jordan was famous for. And everyone's trying to associate Tom Brady retiring in 23, like Michael Jordan. I'm saying that's not association at all whatsoever. And if I was Tom Brady, I'd retire next year in 2024 so I could one-up Jordan. But um, even though he already has one-up as far as rings go. But Brady, I don't know if it's the biggest deal as it was last year. I don't know. And if he comes back out of retirement this year, I think people are going to be like over it. They're going to be like, ah, we're over you. We're over it. So, I don't think uh I don't think anyone cares about him, but at the same time, um is it real? Is if I don't know. I don't care. He's 46 years old, dog. It's time to retire. The way that he looked late in the season, it's time to retire. Even though he still threw for 400 plus yards here and there. Uh he can still throw. I have no issue. I still think he can play. But I don't, I'm going to ask Chase Senior, does that open up Aaron Rodgers does that open up Aaron Rodgers coming over to 40 the 49ers does that open up Aaron Rodgers to Frisco now that Brady's out of the equation and now what does Tampa do Telling you right now Tampa has a hell of a kid sitting there I recruited him out of high school Manville High School Kyle Trask I'm telling you that dude's that dude has a big time up upside didn't even Playing lick in high school, goes to Florida, Heisman candidate, gets drafted, been able to back up Tom Brady for three years. Do you know what the invaluable lessons he learned from Tom Brady just through osmosis? Do you know? Do not be shocked if Kyle Trask is a big time dude just because he got to sit behind somebody. But what do I know? What have I been saying? Stop playing these rookies and throwing them on horrible teams with horrible rosters. They are, you are setting them back years. Watch how Kyle Trask is. If he ends up being the starter, watch how his maturity shows. And if he has a good year, you heard it here first on the Coach AB show. But what do I know? All right, listen. You gym ladies, the gym ladies, the gym girls, the girls that go to the gym, I got to ask. Number one, why are we filming everything? Okay, I just got to know. Bree, Lucy, why do you guys film yourself working out? I want to know the ideology, the philosophy. I want to know what's behind it. I got to know why you're filming yourself. I got to know. I just want to know. Men, guys. Boys, if you are filming yourself in the gym and showing it on TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, you are the epitome of a bitch-made cat. You are soft, and you should be castrated. So stop filming yourself workout. It's not a good look. It's not a good look. Stop it. Now... Lucy, it's becoming a joke, all right? It's becoming a joke. When I show you this picture right here, all right? Come on now, ladies. This is becoming a mockery. That is not workout attire. She's going to the club, and she's coming to work out like she's going to the club. Come on, man why what are we doing this ain't cool this ain't workout attire come on man keep it real this is not workout attire come on i'm on youtube man come on over live to my youtube channel in my link in my bio anybody on tiktok come on over to youtube man get off tiktok they're gonna ban me anyway because i cuss too much i'm gonna get off here in a second anyway I already talked about Mahomes and the gimmicky stuff, dog. You you gotta you gotta stay on tune. You're you're way behind. You're two days back late. This is Wednesday, dog. I already talked about that Monday. Um, uh, yeah. Look at me. Look at me. I'm looks. I look cute at the gym. Film me. Film me. Like I'm being honest, dog. Like, come on. I'm just saying. Listen, women, if you want to rock that shit because you can, so be it. Kudos to you. Clap it up. I got no issue. But don't be mad when the guy looks at you. Period. That's what I'm telling you. If I walked in there with gray sweat shorts, tight-ass gray spandex, and my nuts is showing, you're looking. You're going to look too. So I'm just saying. I'm just being real. Don't be mad at us for looking. Like, I'm not that creepy guy to look, but still, look what she's wearing, dog. She's going straight to the club. Come on. She's going straight to the club. Be honest. <clears throat> Tom Beatty retires. He makes an announcement. Uh, he doesn't do a big splash deal. Um, he he makes an announcement, and I believe A.B., Anthony Antonio Brown, he had to do something, too. When he heard that Tom Brady was retiring, he was like, let me bust some, let me drop some bars in honor of Tom Brady. Take a listen to these bars that he
2: dropped. Make this shit up, man. Hi. Me, I'm getting faffa. No Google Gaga. I'm Getting all the spinach, call it papa. Numbers going up they saying ha-ha. Got a dancing oh. on the toe. Do the cha-cha. Oh, Hit it, no. call it, let it say papa.
1: i I don't know dog i almost spit my coffee out bro i'm telling you i've watched this video about 50 times last night it's some of the funniest shit i've seen dog in a long time i it's some of the funniest shit i'm not tripping off a b people i'm not tripping off a b Can we start talking about the cat in the back? I wanna know about the dude in the back. Who is he? Fuck Antonio Brown. I wanna know who the cat in the back is. Like who is the cat in the back grooving? Like this cat's
2: dropping major like a Nas track. I can't make this shit up, man. Hi. Me, yeah, I'm getting fafa, no Google Gaga, Omega am Getting all the spinach, call it papa. Numbers going up, they saying ha. got a dancing on the toe. Do the cha-cha. Hit a caller's later to say bye papa. Voila.
1: <laughs> Come on, Bree. You would watch retardation a lot too. You know damn well you watch that shit three or four or five times. That's Antonio Brown at his peak performance in 2023. He has lost his shit. He is done, dada. He is done. He's dead. He's over. Let him go in peace. He has brain is fried. He's cooked. I'm telling you, Lucy. Got me data. Got me. Wow. Wa- I mean, dog. I there's no. You can't fake this shit. I was gonna do a uh, parody. What do they call it? Like a side by side. I was gonna do the side by side shit. I I still might do it. I I gotta do it. Like
2: this shit up, man. Hi. Me, I'm get up, man. Up, man. This shit up, man. Hi.
1: I want to do the side-by-side, side, like right next to him. And I want to see if I can rap with him. I want to see if I can get the bars the same.
2: Pick this shit up, man. Hi. Me, hey. yeah, I'm getting fa No fafa. Google Gaga. Uh- I'm making sa da- getting, getting all the spinach, call it papa. Numbers going up the same. Ha-ha.
1: Ha-ha. I, mean, I think I can rap. I think I can drop those bars, homie. I think I can, bar- I can drop those bars, dog. I'm going to have to try that shit. I'm going to have to do the side-by-side parody thing, like on TikTok, like everybody does the side-by-side. I'm going to try to get that done for you today. Uh, oh, dog, this cat is fucking idiot. I, I, I got to be honest. He's got to be one of the dumbest motherfuckers I've seen in quite a while. And you know what? You guys are looking at it. You guys are going to watch it. Look at me. I'm watching this dumb motherfucker. Think about it. I'm watching this dumb-ass motherfucker. Oh, man. Where's Wido? Shit. I I, got to be fucking unbelievable. Uh, Sean Payton to the Broncos. One of the key stories of the day yesterday, uh, he signs with the Broncos. Saints trade up, give two picks to the Broncos. Um, How does that fare for Russell Wilson? That's the poll question. Will Russell Wilson have a better season under Sean Payton than he did this year? <coughs> Whole question. <coughs> Shit. Whole question: is Russell Wilson back? Does Sean Payton save his career? What do you think? Drop the comments in the comment section below. Uh I think it is a great hire. I think that. I, but what did I say? I told you on this show, he does not want to fucking coach Kyler Murray. He does not want to fuck with Kyler Murray. There is no possible way. He saw that scenario, that room. He went and met with the owner. He met with Kyler Murray, and he said, fuck this. I'd rather fuck with the weirdo fuck Russ Wilson, who I can think could still understand protection and throw the ball. I think he had a bad fucking year. I'm going to get his ass right. I'd rather deal with a weirdo fuck than an absolute shitbird in Arizona and have to try to beg this motherfucker to show up and play every day. I'd rather deal with a weirdo than a shitbird. Just so we're clear, that's just what it is. Now, in college, I almost will rather deal with a shitbird. I mean, a, uh, a shitbird over a weirdo. But in the pros, I got to fuck with the weirdo over the shitbird because at the end of the day, it is very, very critical that we got a weirdo who at least hopefully listened to a guy like myself, who's Sean Payton. I'm talking about Sean Payton, who's won a Super Bowl just like the quarterback Russell Wilson has. So they have a common mutual respect for each other, I would hope. And now he's going to be like, listen, let's get your fucking weird ass back and clear this mechanism. And let's get you back on track like it is, like the guy we're paying $200 million to. Let's get that guy back. And I think Russell Wilson can have at least one, if not two good years under Sean Payton. With that defense in Denver, getting Patrick back, they got just some great wide outs. I think that he sees what they have and says, fuck, we can win here. In an AFC West where the Raiders are reeling, where the Chargers got new coaches, they've got to figure their life out. I think Denver can be in the mix of this whole thing. I do like the hire. Um, Having said that, though, uh, I don't believe it's going to be just a one. You know, he's going to come in and win a Super Bowl. But I think Sean Payton can come in there and give him some stability. Get Russell Wilson back on track. So we'll see. We'll see. Um we'll see what happens. But why in the meantime though, Indianapolis Colts is sitting there jacking off Jeff Saturday like he just fucking won a Super Bowl and he got one win. He got a win versus a Raiders team. By the way, the Raiders have a Pro Bowl quarterback in Derek Carr. Clap it up. Derek Carr was Pro Bowl. So was Tyler Huntley, Pro Bowl. guess what the Raiders you can also now trade a Pro Bowl quarterback the Raiders are trading a Pro Bowl quarterback let that shit sink in let that sink in the Raiders are trading a Pro Bowl quarterback let's see if they can get more trade value for having a Pro Bowler (laughs) this is how fucking sad the world has become Taylor Huntley's a pro bowler. Derek Carr's a pro bowler. I mean, just who gives a shit? We're going to go play flag football anyway. We're going to go play fucking flag football in Vegas. And does anybody care? Does anybody fucking care? Let's just be real. Nobody fucking cares. This is a joke. It's a mockery. The quarterbacks being picked for the pro bowl are a joke. We're not playing it anyway, which is kind of fucked up because, you know, you like to see these best guys play at the end of the year. I miss the old days where it was played in Hawaii. It was an event. They fucking actually played the game. They actually tackled and hit. They actually fucking you got to see the best players in the game. Like where have what have we become after the Super Bowl? You know what I mean? And then we start tr- changing it to before the Super Bowl and then I mean come on man this shit is a joke. This shit is a joke. It's all a joke, dog. Like back in the day, back in the day it used to be a real thing. Like they used to pay you. They used to pay you good money to go to the to go to the pro bowl. So oh, the Raiders got to, they're trading car they're trading car dog what do you mean they're trading car don't get it twisted they're going to trade car so D'Amico's Ryan's goes to Houston all right um listen dog I like Sean Payton higher I do not like D'Amico Ryan's higher but listen I will give Houston credit. They've hired, what, four brothers in a row at head coach? Four black head coaches in a row? And I don't want to get into black and white and this whole thing. I want to get into offense and defense, all right? Not since Bill O'Brien have they hired an offensive coach, all right? The Houston Texans have hired defensive coach after defensive coach and have been absolutely horrible on offense. Horrible on offense. So... I just want to be clear. The definition for insanity is to do the same shit over and over and over and expect a different result. So what in the fuck does a professional organization see in hiring another defensive coordinator after they just had had the worst four-year stretch in franchise history by having a defensive coach as their head coach? You have a young quarterback you're not developing. You either get rid of Mills or you get another one and then again, you're going to so you're going to draft a rookie QB without a fucking mentor, coordinator, head guy that actually knows how to groom a young quarterback who you're going to waste draft capital on and you're going to be in the same fucking spot you were in. And no shade at D'Amico Ryan's. I know he played there in the league when he played. Dog, first year head coaches, first time head coaches struggle. They struggle mildly, to say the least. Having said that, a defensive first year head coach struggles even more. Dog, you. Dog, I I don't get four consecutive defensive coaches as your head coach, and you think that it's going to change now. Like, what makes you think this is going to change the world in Houston? Tonight, Sean Salisbury and I, we're going to jump on Last Chance Q. We're going to discuss this in totality as we show some Joe Burrow, Patrick Mahomes, and Jalen Hurts film. We're going to be showing that film all week long as we lead up to the Super Bowl. Um... I don't know. LeBron gets a triple-double last night. He almost choked off another lead, by the way. Nobody talks about how fucking shitty he is down the stretch. Watch LeBron James down the stretch in games that are close. He fucking pisses down his leg more than anyone I've ever seen. But y'all think he's the greatest. He inches closer to Kareem's record. This record I want to have on record needs to have a fucking asterisk by it. When when LeBron breaks Kareem's record, that motherfucker needs to have an asterisk by it. Yes, I said that shit. He needs to have a fucking asterisk put by that motherfucker. Motherfucker ain't the greatest. He's not even close to being the greatest scorer of all time. Longevity and a soft-ass rules committee that's created fucking LeBron to thrive. Has allowed him to become the all-time fucking leading scorer. Get the fuck out of here. You beat you're you're beating a guy who played four years in college who did not shoot a three-pointer ever in his life. And you're anointing this guy the greatest ever. You need to put an asterisk by this motherfucker's name. Flop master himself. Motherfucking can't even motherfucker's a choke artist. Watch his ass down the stretch. Where's Brian Martinez at? This motherfucker's a choke artist. I want to watch this soft motherfucker play in a meaningful game down the stretch. He needs Kyrie Irving to hit a big three because his ass ain't going to do nothing. He'll block a shot on fucking Iguodala, maybe. He ain't going to make this fucking final score to win the game. Please give me the fuck out of here. I can't stand watching that stiff, soft motherfucker down the stretch in a meaningful game. He almost choked it off against the Knicks last night. How the fuck does that game go to overtime? I'm sitting there like, dog, I know the Lakers ain't about to choke off another game. They almost choked that shit off. Holy shit, the Lakers are shitty. And AD soft as fuck. AD fell down four times, dog. Four times AD falls to his knees. Well, you like being on your knees, motherfucker. You like taking it and sucking it. You fucking soft fucks. LeBron's triple-double puts him down to 79 points away. He's 79 points away. From the record, all right? Hey, if you're a Kobe, you could score 81 and get it done next game. <laughs> but we know that ain't it. Uh, I want to show you this picture. Look at this picture right here. Who can name who that is? Who are those guys? So if anyone can name all three of them, uh, 89 points, yeah. Uh, LeBron James entered the chat appreciate lebron what up lebron i think you're stiff as fuck you garbage as hell uh hey who can name all three quarterbacks name all three quarterbacks if you can name all three quarterbacks who the fuck is eli alexander Who, who the fuck is eli Eddie, that's not Booty, dog. That's Matt Castle. So that's Matt Castle, Carson and Liner. The reason I'm showing that picture, that's not Booty. Booty's been on my show, actually. That's not Booty. That's Matt Castle. So look, I want to, I want to bring up, I want to bring up something. Um, uh, the reason I show that picture, is because. Show me nowadays, and I don't want to talk NIL. I want—I don't even want to discuss NIL, all right? I don't want to discuss NIL. Without NIL even being discussed, don't even mention it. Act like it's not around. I don't want to talk about it. Pete Carroll used to have three NFL quarterbacks all the time on his roster. Nobody else did that. Nobody else could keep three NFL quarterbacks on their roster. And even before the NIL thing became big a few years ago, Nobody could keep three quarterbacks on their roster. They were transferring. They were in and out. They were in the portal. If you even signed three quarterbacks, not even three quarterbacks of that stature, you were cutting bait and leaving and entering the portal. Let's just keep it real. You were in the fucking portal. Times have changed. We get it. I know I get it. All our point is, there's not a motherfucker who can sign three big time QBs right now and keep Q- and, and just sign them. We know they're going to enter the portal. Just sign three like that. Times have changed. That's my point. I get it. I just don't know if you really understand the talent. If I pull up the running back room on that year, you would shit. If I pulled up the running back room on that team, you would shit. If I pulled up the wideout room, you would shit. If I pulled up the O-line room, you would shit. If I pulled up the D-line room, you would shit. There was nobody doing what they were doing back then. Miami did it, what, oh, one year. They had a freak roster. Those SC runs for five, six years with Carroll had freak rosters. Alabama's had a couple good freak roster teams. The LSU team in 20 had a freak roster team. Um, but they didn't have the O and D line that these teams had that this SC team. And they sure didn't have three quarterbacks like that. They sure did not have three quarterbacks like that. Um, but those are the good old days, man. Nobody, nobody today can recruit rooms like this and keep them. They just can't. It's just not, it's not something they, they, they used to do. Uh, they can't do it no more. It's unfortunate. I wish they could. Um, I really do. I wish they could. Uh, Clap it up. Hurts, Mahomes, Super Bowl, first time ever, two black quarterbacks face off. I wanted to mention that. Kudos to the league for coming this far. I mean, you've only had three black quarterbacks win a Super Bowl to date. 2023, we have to show that there's two black quarterbacks facing off. Like, I never even thought about it until everybody's making these videos and shit. And I'm like... Why is it a big deal to you? It's a big deal. It's not a big deal to me. I just treat it as another quarterback playing another quarterback. We want to make sure that we point out that this is the first time ever that two black quarterbacks are facing off. Listen, Doug Williams won the first one. Russell Wilson won the second one. And Patrick Mahomes won the third one. And now they're going to play each other. Patrick could get his second second Super Bowl ring. Uh, or Jalen Hurts can be the fourth black quarterback to win a Super Bowl but it's the first time two brothers have faced off versus each other. Um, yeah, I don't know why it's about race. I'm not saying it's about race. Uh, another slap, another I am Helm. Everybody wants to use Bruce Helm's name now, dog. God damn. Um. Ryan, did Ryan Clark post that? I don't know. I don't think so. Uh, I don't know who did. I just found that. Um. I can't wait uh, for Chase to get in here and talk. Uh, Matt is going to join me here in a little bit. But if you guys know who Charleston White is, he's a black dude who made it big on TikTok and different platforms talking shit about everybody. And basically, black folks try are wanting to try to take this dude out, right? He goes ham on Dwayne Wade and Gabriel Union. If you haven't heard this shit, <laughs> buckle your seatbelt. Uh, I think it's comedy as fuck. I don't give a fuck what the dude is, who he is. I think he says some dumb shit. I think he says some real shit. I think he's a dumb fuck that says real shit. But uh, if you haven't heard him, I think he called Gabriel Union a bitch. I think he went a little too far. But uh, it is funny as shit. Uh, I kind of agree with everything he said. Take a listen.
0: You, the baby... (laughs) Where the boy mama at? Where the boy mama at? Somebody get that baby, go get your boy. It might be too late. he that they letting the white boy fuck him at 14 years old. Y'all go ride in hell, Dwayne Wade. Gabrielle Union, I see why God closed your motherfucking womb so you can't have a baby. You fuck ass bitch. You man, this bitch needs to be kicked in her motherfucking ass. Bitch, you need to be kicked in your motherfucker. No, Dwayne Wade, you need to be kicked in your ass, you bitch ass nigga. I hate a tall basketball. Lou I send the long motherfucker to let this bitch come corrupt the boy. <laughs>
1: <sighs> yeah, Boosie said it first. I did see his uh tweet. Boosie came out first and talked about it. I talked about it years ago. Ah, um, dog. I just don't. I. I, I don't want to hear about the Illuminati. You know, I don't. I don't know shit about that shit. I don't know nothing about all that Freemasons and all this shit. Listen, I'm not into all that conspiracy shit. I just dealt with that shit in Vegas the other day. By the way, contrary to belief, I just had a whole thing with Freemasons. Ran into a few cats. Tried to, I don't know, recruit me or what the fuck they did. Some weird shit in a back-ass room somewhere in Vegas. But having said that, somebody's in their head, dog. Somebody's in these cats' head because there's just no way that this is a normal operation now. I mean, this is just no way. This is just normal procedural operation raising a kid, raising a young boy. It ain't like being born black or being born white or being born Asian. We don't have no choice on what we're born into. You do have a choice as to what you are reared to do, trained to do, taught to do, learned to do. Come on, man. Hate is a learned trait. I don't give a shit what you say. Racism is a learned trait. It's taught. And being gay is a learned trait that is being taught. And don't even get me into this trans shit and this it, her, them, him bullshit. That's all taught, learned, and we know it. If you don't agree to that, you're fucking psycho. So having said that, it blows my mind that a grown man that knows better is grooming a young kid, two young kids like that to be put out there on the platform Dwayne Wade and Gabrielle Union have blows my fucking mind, dog. It blows my fucking mind that that's what they use their platform for. Oh, man, I'm telling you, somebody got into his head, and it's either some bullshit conspiracy, you want to use the Illuminati and all this old shit,
2: man,
1: fuck. I don't care. You're a BMK. You are a BMK. For allowing that shit to go down that's just what it is that's the real talk um oh man fizz fan fish fan whatever your name is retard fan well i am a psychologist let's 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 bet i have more college degrees than you fish fan you want to go you want to go degree for degree and then we're going to get on the air we're going to measure and put out our degrees and then whoever has the most money in the bank big bank will take little bank so we're going to take each other's bank accounts whoever has the more more degrees all right you ready to go hey fish fan you ready to go Come on, Fish fan. Where you at, dog? You want to come in here with this fake name talking shit? Where you at now, homie? Let's talk about degrees, motherfucker. You want to talk like a bitch? Let's talk degrees. Show me your degree. I got three. I got two masters, a bachelor's. I got an associate. I got four degrees, really. But let's talk. Show me your degree. Let's talk. Let's Let's put your degree up. Put your degree on the board. Let's see it. Come on, Fish fan, put your degree up, motherfucker. You want to talk so motherfucking much? Show me your degree from Phoenix University, motherfucker. Phoenix, do you have a degree from National? Do you have a degree from National? Did you get your degree? (laughs) I I love these dick riders. And by the way, this is how you know they're dick riders and bottom feeders. Anytime that you ask a person to show you his resume or degree in this matter, when they don't answer and then they ask you another question back, it shows that who they are. They have no answer. They don't have a resume. They don't have a degree. Now they want to talk to you like they're your friend because they can't show you anything they can't produce nothing they are bitch made cats who are having to come on my show in the morning to survive it is the embarrassment of all embarrassments i feel bad for you you still suck on your mama's titty you're in the basement you weigh 600 pounds you bag my groceries at walmart you know this is true shut the fuck up don't come in the show don't talk to me i don't want to talk to your fucking fake fish fan fucking ass you are the epitome of a bottom feeder you need me to survive homie you need me dog hey dog where's your degree homie why are you still talking without showing homie why are you still talking without producing Because you're a fraud, you are fake. You're a bitch. You need me in your life. You jack off to my Netflix show. You weirdo, fuck. You and Mike McDaniel jack off to me on Netflix, together, in Miami. (laughs) Ah, You fucking bitch. Holy fuck, you bitch made cats are fucking unbelievable. Um we're gonna break down this uh this hire that the Carolina Panthers made by hiring the dude they hired, all right, Frank Reich. All right. I don't know if you've seen it, I don't know if you've heard of it, I don't know if you've uh if you watch, uh I've had Pac-Man Jones on the show. If you've watched I Am Athlete podcast, but here is their take um, on why Carolina hired Frank Reich, why there's a bigger issue. Uh, I actually talked to a few guys last night about this. Uh, I kind of agree with the whole thing in totality, um, but take a listen.
3: I with Steve Wilkes. It's about their comfort level. This is the problem that African-American head coaches and African-American general managers have when it comes to the hiring and the firing of coaches. They don't care that your locker room is comfortable. They don't care that the team rallied behind you. What they're worried about and what they're concerned with is are they gonna have another Brian Flores situation on their hands? When they tell you to go left, are you gonna go left? Are you gonna do what you wanna do? And are you going to use the fact that the team rallies behind Something, like you? something else. Uh, what you mean? I mean the way you're saying, uh, if I say go left, you got to go left. Uh, listen, when I say tank, you got to tank. Did Steve Wilkes tank? No, Steve Wilkes. Well, went well out let there me he... follow up then. The, the, so does the NFL have an race issue when it comes to absolutely? The that's not even. That's not even up for debate. And I don't even think the NFL could sit there and debate it. They, they mm. can't they can't even address Brian Forrest's lawsuit. Steve Wilkes is already part of Brian Forrest's <laughs> class action lawsuit. This man was fired after one season with a horrible quarterback who is now on his, what, 18? You
1: no, know, Omar brings up a good point. I mean, we've had this conversation before. It's prevalent. There's a whole, you know, the whole Rooney rule is is supposed to prevent this from happening, but does it really? It's the rules
3: non-existent? It's an existent, non-existent rule, basically. He's got to go into his next situation as a defensive coordinator, deliver probably two seasons where he has back-to-back top five defensive performances, uh, you know, basically what Leslie Frazier has done. And then maybe then, maybe, maybe, maybe then, Somebody will hire him for a head coach position. Yo, bro, that's second a time. big maybe. Um, so Wilkes
1: has jumped on this Flores lawsuit already, apparently. Um, Frank Reich. See, I- I'm just telling you, I would have kept Steve Wilkes. The locker room was his. He controlled the narrative. They loved him. They bought into him. He was still cutting dudes. I give him so much credit for cutting the shitbird Robbie Anderson or whatever his name was, the receiver with the fucking Dookie braids, cutting that bitch-made cat, sending him to Arizona when he did, and then he got rid of McCaffrey, um, which was a GM decision and his decision. I give him a lot of credit for making some ballsy moves during the season and almost taking that team with no quarterback to the playoffs. I believe that team was on the right way to the right path, headed down the right path with him at quarterback uh, as, as coaching the team. I, I mean, you know, as him at the helm, which I meant by quarterback him at the helm, quarterbacking this team, this, this, this roster, this franchise. I think it was a bad move. Hiring Frank Reich. Now, Why would Houston not want Frank Reich? And why would Carolina not want D'Amico Ryan's? See, there's a difference to me. It's just shuffling and recycling and we're flipping cards and whatever the card lands, that's who we're taking. We're in a circle of good old boys and the good old boy network circle. And I don't care if you're white or black. If you're in that circle, you're going to stay in that circle. By the way, Flores is still in the circle. And I'm, I'm glad that Dungy and and fucking uh, Tomlin and, and a few of the prominent black head coaches have spoke up about Flores and kept him in there, or I believe they would have blackballed him. So I do believe there is a shorter leash for brothers in this league as coaches and as GMs, as we know, than there are for the good old white coach. But I also believe that the best coaches should come down to performance and results not color and not ethnicity i don't really give a fuck when i hire that's me though but i don't i can't speak for these owners because we know there's not a one black owner so that is obviously going to be the topic when you don't have any black owners the number one discussion is going to be we have a race issue i'm not at that level i can't tell you that's the truth or not it looks that way from the optical eye uh, looking outside looking in it looks that way when you don't have uh, a fair amount of black coaches or GMs. It looks that way. Now, what is the reason? I don't know. But I've had people on my show, and I've already said that the Rooney Rule is a slap in the face. The Rooney Rule is a joke. The Rooney Rule is a joke. I don't care about if you think it's a race issue or not. The Rooney Rule is a joke. The Rooney Rule needs to be taken out. It's not being used any fucking way. We have, left, we have less head coaches now that are black than we did when we instituted the Rooney Rule. How the fuck does that make sense? So you're just doing it as a PR statement. Just like you're doing with the referees in this era. We have a referee issue. We have a referee issue. We have a referee issue as well. If you haven't heard Adrian Peterson come on and talk about the uh, the, the referee issue, just have a take a listen.
4: Start taping uh Arian was telling me about how the NFL is rigged and how every year he used to get a script yeah day one of training camp that would mm-hmm. get dropped off at his locker mm-hmm. and you would have to you know it was like week one you'll do this week two you're gonna have a hamstring injury week three this is gonna happen yeah week four you're gonna get three touchdowns mm-hmm. and so then you just have to did you memorize those before the season started, would you go and rehearse the script before every game? Uh, we we're really
2: dedicated to it. So it was more so like um, that's what practice was about. It was about practicing the script. Like this is what goes on and this is what we have to do mm-hmm. in order to. Yeah. Yeah. And this referee is
4: going to miss this call. Because yeah, they hate you yeah. and they love the Colts, yeah, that like, sort
0: of thing. Uh, WWF, so it's like, you yeah, know, we know what's going to happen, but you still got put on a show.
5: Yeah. What did you think when you got the script in 2016 that said your career was going to fall off a cliff when you stopped believing in God?
0: That was 2015. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so-
5: yeah.
1: Pretty interesting. Uh, Foster said that the NFL used to give them a script on to when you got hurt. When you blew out a hamstring, when you caught and dropped a football. If you haven't listened to that full show, go listen to Foster. Um, I don't know if Foster would come out and lie like that on a podcast for the show to blow up. Because if he would, then he's going to get called out by his boys in the league. So I'm curious to see if anyone else comes out. And if everyone else stays quiet, it even is telling me more. See, if cats don't come out, see what, what ha- Deshaun Watson, right? All this shit happens. And everyone wants to talk about, well, you don't have no criminal charges. He didn't do it. And I'm looking deeper and I'm sitting there like, where is his former teammates at? Why hasn't anyone came out and defended Deshaun Watson? Why haven't I heard from his teammates? See, your peers and your teammates tell a greater story. Than what you're charged with or not charged with. See, I got eight felonies charged against me on a a fake bullshit motherfucking clout chasing cunt who I fired, who was vindictive and made up a plot to try to ruin my life. Everyone that knew me came out and was like, fuck this. JBA doing that stupid ass shit. Why would he do it? He has his own fucking attorney who was labeled in the fucking case. Why wouldn't I just call my own boy and say, hey, Rich, can you email this (laughs) out? Like, think about it. No, they did that so my attorney could not defend me. Conflict of interest. This was a very well thought out plan to fuck my life off. Fast forward. Everybody came out and defended JB that knew me. I haven't yet seen one motherfucker defend Deshaun Watson. Have you? Have you seen anybody that played with him at Clemson, played with him in the league at Houston, come out and say, man, no way Deshaun did that shit, dog. I've known Deshaun since we were little kids. That motherfucker. I haven't even heard a coach come out and defend that motherfucker. I haven't heard anything from Dabo Sweeney. I haven't heard nothing from anybody to defending Deshaun Watson. Fast forward to this take. All right? Fast forward to this take right here. This guy says the NFL used to give us a script telling us when to get hurt, when to fucking blow our hamstring, when to catch a ball, when to drop a ball, etc. Now, we can believe that's for clicks and likes to grow his podcast or... We're going to see if other players come out and stay quiet. If cats come out and stay quiet, it tells me that that's possibly a real thing. If cats start to come out now and call out Foster and say, man, why are you lying, dog? We didn't get no fucking script. All you got to do is ask motherfucking NFL former players, did you guys get a script? We'll ask Matt McChesney today. We'll ask Matt McChesney today. Did you get a script? Because I don't, I don't know anything about it. Uh, I've been around it. I was on the practice squad a couple different seasons for a few weeks here and there. I never saw anything like it. I never talk, I've talked to great people. I grew up with Tony Gonzalez and different cats. I've never heard anything like it. I believe that would be something that people would know. Even practice squad guys, I think you would know. I think it would be word of mouth, like, oh, shit, we got to pull up. Like, there's going to be guys within... Knowing other guys, there's homies out there, and you know these cats would talk. So I would think we would have heard about this at a much greater scale than this right here. So I don't know if I'm believing that or not. Um, You know, it is what it is. Uh, Goon Productions said, Watson found not guilty in two different Texas criminal court cases. Guess what? Goon Productions, guess what dogs do? They go, woof. Guess what cats do? They go, meow. Guess what fucking giraffes do? No fucking shit, dumb fuck. Did you hear what I just said? Do you listen to what the fuck I just said? Or are you just fucking talking? I can't... St- Damn, some of you dumb fucking idiots who don't listen and just fucking talk. Hey, Hector, didn't I just not, didn't I just say we know he was not fucking criminally convicted? Did I just not say that? I just fucking said it three minutes ago. Just said it, fucking Captain Obvious. I said I looked deeper into it And when nobody defends the motherfucker, I think the motherfucker has some shady shit happening. But you don't fucking listen. You're not fucking smart enough to listen. God damn, this motherfucker's dumb. See, motherfuckers just want to talk, homie. me. They hear trigger words. I swear to God, trigger words is a real fucking thing. These motherfuckers only hear certain things, dog, and they got to fucking jump all over it. They're too dumb. They're too fucking dumb to listen. That is why you have a 60-year-old dying this morning because he went to go watch his grandson play middle school basketball in New York, in Vermont. In Vermont, of all places, fucking Vermont. And died in a brawl a middle school brawl broke out and a 60-year-old grandpa watching his grandson play basketball died. What in the fuck are we doing, people? What are we doing? Every single day, I've tweeted out a bunch of kids fighting in school. You've seen my tweets. A bunch of fucking kids fighting in school over and over and over every single day. And where's LeBron? Where's Snoop? Where's Ice Cube? Where's Kyler Perry? Where's Michael Jordan? Where's Oprah Winfrey? Where y'all at, dog? Where's Stephen A. Smith? Ryan Clark? Acho? Hey, Acho? Where's your bitch ass at, Acho? Why aren't you motherfuckers coming out talking about, hey, man? Every single fucking day we got a bunch of black kids fighting each other in class, disrespecting teachers, slapping teachers, fighting, choking each other out, pistol whipping each other, shooting each other. Where the fuck y'all at, homie? Every day I'm posting a video of you motherfucking kids fighting, and nobody's coming to talk about it. Nobody wants to come out with any balls and say, Dog, what in the fuck are we all are we doing, homie? What are we doing? Why is it take a white boy from Compton to go out there and tell these young brothers, stop the fucking dumb shit, homie. Why is not, why aren't the prominent black figureheads doing it? Why haven't I seen nobody come out and say, what the fuck are we doing, homie? Why are we fighting each other every single day? Now, Are white boys fighting each other? Fuck, probably. You know, they ain't on fucking film, though. So whatever whatever you want to say about that, I don't know. They're probably doing cocaine lines, right? We all have our downfalls. (laughs) White boys are probably doing snorting coke over here. Uh, The brothers is fighting on camera. I don't know. All I know is I ain't seen nobody coming and say, stop this motherfucking dumb shit. And I got to ask a real shit question, dog. Where the fuck are the parents at of all these motherfuckers? Where are your fucking soft parents at to all these badass, disrespectful little kids? Women, girls, boys and men, all alike. Where the fuck are your parents? Because a 60-year-old going to a fucking basketball game to watch his son, a grandson play should not die at the game because a brawl broke out. Because a gr- bunch of grown folks can't control their motherfucking self in the stands. But you do know what we see, right? We see Robert Ori the other day right here in L.A. Robert Ori arguing with the referee from the crowd gets ejected out of the stadium at a, at a, at a, at a youth fucking game. At his son's game, Robert Ori gets booted for talking shit from the crowd, comes on the court after a referee... They eject him. How many kids see this dumb motherfucker? I love Robert Ory, too. How many motherfuckers watching you, homie? Like, I don't understand the fucking issue. Every day in class, we have a fight? We have a fight in class every day? Or a disrespectful punk little kid talking shit and hitting a teacher? Homie, I would not teach right now because I'll kill a motherfucking kid. I will not teach because I will fuck your kids up bad too. I will fuck your kids up bad on camera so everybody else sees it. And I'll lose my credential. I'll lose my teacher certificate. I'll lose whatever it is I do because the fucking lesson needs to be taught. And then I'm going over to your house and I'm pulling your dad out of his bed and I'm fucking him up too. I am going to beat the fuck out of your daddy. And then I got one of my ghetto ass hood rat bitches from Compton coming with me. Because if your daddy ain't there, she's going to beat the fuck out of your mama. Because I never put my hands on a girl. So my homegirl's coming out the house with me. I'm scooping her ass up in at the park. We're headed to your motherfucking mom's house. And she's going to beat the fuck out of your mama. That is what's going down if I'm teaching. So that's why I stay right the fuck here, away from the schools, away from your badass kids, and I'm going to stay in my lane, dog, because I'm just telling you. It starts at home. You understand that you're fucking rude, disrespectful fucking ass. I'm talking to you, mom and dad have allowed your kids to go get babysat for eight hours a day. And if your coach, if your kid plays athletics, he's possibly being babysat 12 hours a day. And then you allow your fucking badass kid who's being babysat for free in public school to act the way that he or she does is a direct reflection on your shitbird fucking ass. You lazy, fuck, shitburn motherfucker who allow your kids to leave your fucking looks and go get babysat for free at a public school and then disrespect their motherfucking ass and act a fool. You should be fucking castrated in the quad on my live stream. Period. What else is there to say? What the fuck can you combat me with? Tell me some shit that you can tell me. I want to know. I want to hear your fucking combat. I want you to combat that shit. Motherfucker, you ain't going to combat it because you can't. Because it starts at home. And then your kids are being babysat for free. And being rude as fuck, starting fights, hitting teachers, doing all this shit, and you do nothing. Because your 14 and 15-year-olds are the same motherfuckers fighting the class who are robbing Nordstrom Rack. And taking fucking Amazon packages from people's front doors. Don't tell me it ain't the same motherfucker. And then you haven't done nothing again. Just like when my dog pisses on the rug, and if I don't wipe his nose in it, he does it again tomorrow. Because you have not taught this motherfucker nothing. You've allowed him to do everything. And you allow this motherfucker to get babysat for free, public schools across America, and go act a fucking fool. And you do nothing about it. It's you problem, motherfucker. Your ass needs beat. Your ass needs fucked up. Mom and dad, both. And every single kid that films the teacher getting getting hit by a kid should be fucking castrated too. Every single motherfucking kid that don't step in and do something should be fucked up too. But what do I know? And you want to know what the air the Foster talking about the bullshit refs and, 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 and all that bullshit? We don't know if it's true or not. But I'm going to tell you, it sure looks like Ron Torbert was becoming the first referee to ever win an AFC championship MVP. And then signing jerseys with fucking Patrick Mahomes afterwards, sure looks suspect. That's not real, people. God damn. Man, that ain't real, Coach JB. That's Photoshop. No shit. I, I, can you all can you all please give me some more credit than what y'all give me? Can you start giving me more credit than what you give me, please? If you don't think I know half the shit is Photoshopped or I put out there for a reason that I know isn't real, then you're not very fucking smart. And it is a blatant slap in the face of my intelligence that I don't think, I know that ain't real, you fucking dummies. So don't come out and say,
0: Coach me that's not real. No shit,
1: Sherlock's homeboy. I got fucking four degrees. We just talked about it. Dumbass. Holy fuck. But it sure is fucking funny. And you know what? Real recognizes real. Some shit is real like this sometimes. Ha ha ha. Sometimes that shit is real. Sometimes that shit might happen, according to Arian Foster. Shit. Who knows? Some of that shit could be real. Man, shit. Eddie, I'm going to tell you right now, dog. I don't know how you teach. I do not know how you teach in today's society. I don't know how you are a teacher. I I commend you greatly. I I truly do. I commend you. I don't know how you are a teacher in this life right now. I don't know. Because if I taught, if I taught today, um, can everyone tell everybody that, Can everyone in this chat tell T-Mac that he's fucking dumb? Did I not say that I knew that was Baker Mayfield when I launched the video? Can everyone let T-Mac in here know? Tracy McGrady's in here, by the way. Can you tell T-Mac that he's a dumb fucking idiot? That I clearly knew that was Baker fucking Mayfield? That I clearly said that I put them both together as he is going to be the next Baker Mayfield? But T-Mac, of course, he knows more things than anyone in here because he'd, again, here's a trigger word saying Stetson Bennett, so he automatically thinks I showed Stetson Bennett. Like, these are the dick-writing embarrassment people. They're so embarrassing. I get secondhand embarrassment from these dumb fucks that don't listen. They just talk. They just fucking talk. Like, it blows my mind. This is why we have this problem in America. This is why these cats are fucking up schools and teachers. This is why a 60-year-old died at a a basketball game. Because of dumb fucks like T-Mac. Because of dumb fucks like T-Mac in this chat that don't listen. They only hear what they want to hear. They have so much fucking earwax in their ears that they don't, because they never fucking clean their ears. They got so much earwax. They don't let it resonate and get through to their brain because they are dick riders. That's what they are. They're dick riders. They're bottom-feeding dick riders who just cannot get out of their own way. They can't get out of their own way. It it, 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 it It's fucking unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Um... Aiden Payne, why do you let people you don't know get in your head? Who the fuck said I let them get in my head? (laughs) You just made a statement. You just clearly asked me a question in statement form, Aiden Payne. Now it's your turn, motherfucker. Who the fuck said I let them get in my head? Again, Aiden Payne, never been to the barbershop. Don't understand high voice volume. Don't understand that you can cuss and not really give a fuck about someone else. Doesn't understand barbershop banter. Again, this fucking Aiden Payne don't know because he's never been. Because he's grew up in fucking Wisconsin and he fucking took out the fucking bread every day and he went on the farm and fucking talked to fucking Jaden, Aiden, and Dayton, and they all got together and they got on the bus and they walked to school every day and everything was fucking flowers and rainbows and whispering sweet nothings and if they ever heard someone yell with a high voice they were ghetto <laughs> Ah, uh, Iowa! I knew it! I knew it! Aiden's from Iowa! I knew it! Fucking A! I'm pretty damn good. Iowa, Wisconsin, that same shit. Nebraska, Kansas, it's the same fucking shit. Get the fuck out of here. We already knew. Derek, I, I, I hate to do Wisconsin like that, but you already know. Iowa. Aiden's from Iowa. No shit, motherfuckers from Iowa. <laughs> And you know exactly what he did. He picked corn. He walked down the street with fucking Tyler and fucking Trevor. And Tyler, Trevor, and Aiden walked to the school every day. And nobody bothered them. And nobody yelled. And nobody screamed. And nobody cussed at them. And they thought life was great. And then they got around their first black kid. And then they, oh, he's black.
5: He yelled at me. <laughs>
1: You soft motherfucker, shut up. Motherfucker, I give a fuck about you or anybody else in my head. That motherfucker, you think I care about what a motherfucker says? Do you think I go to sleep at night thinking about you, Aiden? Get the fuck out of here. Please stop giving yourself this much credit. Please. I give myself credit all the time. And I'm like, you know what? That's why my circle is this small. Stop giving yourself so much goddamn credit. If you really think I leave here and like th- fuck, man, Aiden, God damn it. Aiden really fucking said some shit that fucking stuck with me today. He fucking, God damn it, Aiden. Aiden said, why do I let people in my head from the chat that aren't even members? <laughs> oh, fuck. Motherfucker thinks I'm sleeping at night. What the people in Iowa, Kansas, Nebraska, Wisconsin think about me. Holy fuck.
0: Hey,
1: man, kudos to you, uh, Aiden. I mean, I'm embarrassed for you, but fuck, dog. Kudos to you, bro. Oh, man, that's funny. That shit is funny. I hate, I haven't even got to the show yet. Like, it's fucking, it's unbelievable. I ad-libbed this whole show, and I get to fucking, it's an hour, we're hour and 20 minutes in already. Like, where does time go? Um. Remember, I told Steve Kim, listen, I know your boy's Mario Lopez. I know he's a fucking jiu-jitsu. I know he's a boxing guy. And um, I had to send this to Steve Kim, man. Um, I had to send this to Steve Kim. I thought it was fucking hilarious. I thought it was hilarious. Take a look. (laughs) <laughs> That's half of you in the chat That's you in the chat That's like Oh man uh, uh, <laughs> Brucie's stepsister So Bruce Helms has a fan base And they've literally made Brucie stepsister, Brucie's stepsister Brucey's mom Brucey's Helms mom like, how many motherfuckers are, are... You guys are really, really... Yeah, Wido, that shit look fake. I think it is fake, by the way. I'm pretty sure that shit's fake. Hey, Wido, what'd you think about uh, AB's, uh, AB's uh, flow? What'd you think about... Uh, what'd you think of uh, AB's flow, Wido? Have you seen it?
2: Make this shit up, man. Hi. Me, I'm getting fafa. No Google Gaga. I'm Getting all the spinach, it Papa. Numbers going up, they saying, haha. Got a dancing on the toe. Do the cha cha. Hit the it, call, it's it, it said, Papa. Voila.
1: Wido, no, where you rate that shit? Hey, where's Isaac Lords at? Why isn't Isaac Lords ever in here with Bruce Helms? I need the rating on that shit. I need the rating on that shit. Hey, Wido, wh- hey, no, what's your rating on that shit? Ha ha, da da, wah wah. Like, what you got on that shit, dog? I got to know what's up with that. Concussion Chronicles sounds right. That sounds good shit right there. That's probably right. Real shit. That's probably what it is. Um, Damn, homie. That shit is comical as fuck. I got to be honest. I don't know what's up. Hey, Bruce Helms, why you got so many... Fans now. Why you got a whole fake fan base? Bruce, why do you have a fake fan base? It's starting to become real skeptical, homie. You got it until the end of the week, dog. You got it till the end of the week to uh you got to the end of the week, dog, to figure out how to uh show your face. You better show your face, homie. We got to have you call in, dog. We need to see your face. So, uh, I got to see your face. We got to see your face, dog. Because I'm tired of having the fucking Bruce Helms takeover in the chat. Shit. Weirdo. Um, God damn, dog. That shit is Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Why, though, that's what you go to the gym to look at right there, dog. Um, Look, l- listen, let me get to this referee controversy shit, all right? Let me get to the referee bullshit. The referee controversy and all this shit, okay? I want to get to this whole referee controversy, all right? Listen, I said the referees need to be full-time in the NFL. They need to be full-time in the NFL. All right, so if they're not full-time, then you're going to get part-time, part-time results. And I was talking to my buddy yesterday. They're like, dog, they don't ever want them to be full-time because if they're full-time, now they're accountable and they could be fired, and then we can't rig the games. And I'm like, what? Fuck you say? He's like, you heard what I said. And I'm like, what do you mean can't rig the games? He's like, if they were full-time, then they can't rig the games like they do now, and they can't manage the money the same if they were full-time NFL employees. So by them being doctors, lawyers, teachers, and then coming in co- and refereeing the games, um, you can do more. You can manipulate more. You can do other things. I don't know, man. That's an interesting take. I gotta I'm gonna ask Chase Sr. that shit. I don't know if that's real or not. Um, but that's a very interesting take. I will say that. I will say it's an interesting take. Um, because if they're if they're part-time, then then obviously they can say, well. X, Y, Z. But see, again, that goes back to the accountability of the NFL. You are still the entity that controls the narrative. You hire these referees. So I don't want to hear those excuses. I told my boy, I'm like, I don't want to hear that shit. The NFL still hiring these guys. They are hiring these guys. So they can't have the same excuse as to why the product is looking real suspect as the hiring party. I can't hire you to clean my house, and then my house looks horrible, and it's shitty, and then, you, and then I say, well, it is what it is. You get what you pay for, right? That's what I have to say as the owner of the house and who I hired. I get what I pay for. So the NFL needs to make a statement and tell the fan base, we get what we pay for. When it comes to referees this year, we are getting what we paid for which is mediocrity creating the new excellence in this world and you're allowing it people because if you stop fucking going, stop supporting some shit and tell these motherfuckers to change it and give me a better product because I'm spending my hard earned dollars on this product. It ain't going to change homie. It ain't going to change. So, You're allowing the hiring party to make excuses for hiring part-time referees. Make these motherfuckers hire full-time refs. Take the conspiracy out of the equation. I don't want to hear about that shit no more. I don't want to hear. If I hire you, if I hire Brian Martinez and Brian Martinez came in and he did not recruit one kid, he couldn't land one kid, I'm firing him. It's a result-oriented business. And guess what? Our recruiting class just went down. Our,
0: our,
1: our, O-U-R, our recruiting class suffered because Brian Martinez did not hold water and get a recruit. So who's responsible? Brian Martinez. Who's accountable? Coach JB. Who comes to look at the program? President, boosters, administration, Guess who they come to, Brian Martinez or me? Me. Give a fuck about Brian Martinez? Brian Martinez has four hate me now, love me later books at the house. They don't give a fuck about Brian Martinez. They want to know why the fucking face of the franchise hired Brian Martinez, who couldn't recruit a soul. So why aren't you asking the NFL why you don't hire full-time refs?
0: Like, come on, dog. Be real.
1: (sighs) I'm just keeping it real. You guys don't want to talk about that shit. You don't want to talk about the real shit. You don't want to talk about that shit. Um hey Wido. Call in Wido. I got to I got to I got to hear your take on AB. I got to hear your take on AB. I'm going to drop the chat and link in the chat. Uh I call in uh chill for a second. I got to get me some coffee, take a piss. Um I'll be back in 3 minutes. Don't go anywhere. Hit the like button. We got a couple guests joining us here in the next 20 minutes as well. Plus, we may have a special guest joining us. That's why I got to take this call. I'll be right back. Uh, my top 10. All right. I'm going to get into my top 10. Matt asked yesterday about my top 10, and he spit his out real quick. I'm going to pull mine up on the ticker below so the world can see. You can all fucking go, Aah! fucking chat. 400 people are going to talk shit. I don't fucking care. So here we go. I'm going to go, Tom Brady. Here we go. Before I pull it up, before I know you guys saw everything. I'm going to use this criteria. You've had for me. You've had to at least to be in my top five. Have won a Super Bowl, been to Super Bowl, and just one of the elite of elite. All right, that is how my criteria kind of is. So here we go. Tom Brady used to go as far as wins. I do not believe he's the best as far as skill set, but I do believe he's the best quarterback. All right, we're not gonna get at that fucking thing uh, as far as winning and losing. Um, so that's for me. Um. Uh, I got Troy Aikman because I believe Troy Aikman can travel to any era and be as accurate as any quarterback of all time. He is the fucking – people do not fuck. – you're 40 years old, Matt. How do you not believe in fucking Troy
0: Aikman? You know how good he was? Do you really? Uh, how good he was? The second-best quarterback of all time? Yeah, dog. Do you know how good Troy, Troy Aikman Troy fucking Aikman? Do you know how good he was? Let's get to it. Let's get to it. Elway,
1: I got at three. I got Montana at four. Manning at five. Rodgers at six. Favre at seven. Uh, both of those are very close skill set wise. Both have a Super Bowl. Been to two. Marino at eight. Or, sorry, he at eight. Bradshaw at nine because he won so much. He's not as talented as anyone else. And Steve Young at 10 because of just he was the first lefty to really dominate his position. Um, that's my top 10. I'll just got to keep ticking dog. I'm going to mute my channel. Go ahead. Uh,
6: I don't have a problem with the rest of the top 10, but Troy Aikman, even being on the list, you just
1: you're shitting me, right? You're telling me, me not
6: fan. a Top
1: 10 quarterback. No, here's mine. Brady Manning,
6: Elway, Montana, Marino, Aaron Rodgers,
1: Drew Brees, oh, Steve, Steve Young, Mahomes and Jim Kelly. See, this is the problem I have. with Troy this. fucking Aikman. Oh, dog! I, it, Tr- Drew Brees couldn't hold Troy Aikman's fucking left nutsack get from fuck behind out his out of asshole. Here, dude. Yeah, Drew,
0: Brees, his Drew Brees, Drew Brees runs circles around
1: assholes. Troy Aikman. Uh, what the fuck is going to happen with Sean Payton? Is he going to get this right with Russell Wilson? Can't wait to ask Matt if he can join us in in here today. Um, got to get that take, um, got to see if he could do that. Um, Chase Sr. is going to join us. We're going to talk about, we're going to talk about, uh, 49ers. I call them the 39ers right now. The 49ers just simply do not have what it takes to win a Super Bowl. I don't want to hear that their roster is loaded. I'm tired of hearing this over and over and over. Can we please stop talking about the 49ers? Um... about the 49ers being loaded. I don't want to hear it. They're not loaded. (laughs) If you don't have a quarterback, you're not loaded. Please stop talking about that shit. They don't have a quarterback. So I don't want to hear that they're loaded. They haven't had a quarterback I got to get rid of all these Bruce Helms guys, dude. Bruce Helms, I'm blocking all your Bruce Helms fucking people. And I'm about to block you. Bruce Helms, I think you're done. Hey, Bruce Helms, it's been good knowing you. I don't trust you. I think you're fake. I don't like you. Uh, I don't like the people that you're... Having in my chat, and I think you're fake. You cannot produce anything. You don't show your face. We don't know who you are. I think you're fake, and uh, it's been good knowing you. I appreciate your ninety nine for the last six months. It's been good. You've been real, uh, but I got to let you go. Sometimes leaders got to make hard decisions, dog. This is one of those decisions. I'll holler at you. Peace. Um, Bruce Helms done. Bruce Helms, no more. I had to get rid of Bruce Helms. Uh, Bruce Bruce Bruce. Helms, no more. I had to get rid of Bruce Helms. Hey, Wido, hey, Wido, let me, hey, Wido, call, hey, can you call back in in like 15 minutes?
7: Yeah, no worries. All
1: right, I got Matt coming in. All
7: right, coach. All
1: right, later. Matt, you hear me? You hear me? No, I'm muted. Can you hear me? Um, uh, hopefully, Matt can come in. Um, got me? No, Matt gets mad. Um, yeah I can't trust I can't trust Bruce dog I don't trust Bruce Uh, I'm getting rid of all the Bruce people I gotta get rid of all these motherfuckers Uh, I just don't trust them Um. yeah let me get who else what other Bruce's are in here let me get rid of all these Bruce fucks how many other Bruce all you guys that aren't members become one today become a member today I'm telling you if you're not a member I'm going to start blocking motherfuckers and if you're not a member of the discord get the fuck out Um, Brucey stepsister you got to go uh, I'm going through right now, dog. I'm getting rid of all the Bruce fucking affiliations. Uh, the Bruce Helms ends today. The Bruce Helms saga ends today. Jay Leoka, what up, Ooze? Um, yeah, Bruce done, dog. I can't, Bruce a uh, fuck, he's got to get the fuck out of the show. Can't have Bruce on here no more. Can't have Bruce on here no more. Um, Hey, Wido, call back in, dog. Matt's having issues. Um, I don't know what's up with Matt. Uh, his, his uh, his phone's all fucked up. Um, call back in, Wido, if you can. Uh, I gotta get your take on AB. Um, Bruce Wayne is not a part of the Helms Association. I agree. Um. I get that. Oh, watch out, dude. Ash, cool lay down. Um Jay, I appreciate you, Oose. Uh, Chase Senior is gonna join us in a minute. Go to coachjbstore.com, get you some merch. Mediocrity is the new excellence. I got that t-shirt finally in the mail. I'm gonna be rocking it. Uh, it's pretty fire. I gotta rock that shirt. I gotta rock that uh, shirt here and there. Um, I gotta get that shirt out there in 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 fucking rotation. I gotta get that shirt out there for the masses to see. I'm gonna be rocking that shit on Radio Row. I'm gonna be talking that shit on Radio Row, rocking that t-shirt right there. So motherfuckers know mediocre mediocrity is the new f- excellence. Kyle Georgie, I appreciate you. Um. Wido needs a link. All right. Members only in the future, coach. Members only in the future. Devo, say what now? I'm lost. What'd you say?
0: What the hell is in the
1: Discord? <laughs> Woman, go- full goatee, gone missing in Toronto. Is that Bruce Helm? That ain't the really the Bruce Helm. We don't know who Bruce is, so he's Bruce Helm's was using that picture. Yeah, he was using that picture. So I don't know what the fuck's going on, dog. Paco, what up? Yeah, we talked about uh, Tom Brady a little bit. Wido, what up?
7: What up, coach? What up, coach? Just a quick message on this fine, fine, you know what I mean? Work boot Wednesday.
1: Miss you, Bruce.
7: It's been real, brother.
1: Hey, we don't – hey, Bruce might have been the all-time biggest, like, what do you call that, catfish or fraud or –
7: Could be. Could be, yeah. Yeah.
1: That's pretty crazy. Um, Because
7: he went from I can't join today to how do I join? So it's like, all right, now you're running out of excuses, brother.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No doubt about it. Or
7: whoever, brother or girl, it you never know these days, go
1: Yeah, there's no doubt. Um, there's no doubt. What do you think about uh A B?
7: Gotta be honest, coach. Uh, as a hip hop guy that's been in the industry, I understand one hit wonders will get you a long way. So when he had the put that shit on, it's cool. Everything else, what the fuck are you doing, dog? Like I said, it looks like concussion chronicles, you know, CTE volume one. It just you know, hey, it's Dr. stuck
1: in my head right now though. Like, the cat in the back is what is just is fuck with me.
7: Hey, Man, is how Doctor Seuss made
2: his living. Me, I'm getting fa no Google Gaga, Omega Sapphire, getting all the call calling Papa. What beat is that? Uh,
7: you never know. It Could be a YouTube beat. It could be the dude dancing in the background. Who the fuck is he? What is I, he doing? Uh,
2: that's the
1: guy that I want to know who it is. Cause that's yeah. I don't, I don't care about AB and the in the song and all that. I want to know about that cat.
7: Are you paid to be enthusiastic like that? Are you naturally into it? Like, talk to us, dog. Uh,
1: I don't know, dog. I I don't know. You like, uh, what do you think about Charleston White?
7: Uh, which one, coach?
1: <clears throat> him, him, him calling out Dwayne Wade and uh, Gabrielle Union.
0: You, the baby, where the boy mama at? Where the boy mama at? Somebody get that baby, go get your boy. It might be too late. He that they letting the white boy fuck him at 14 years old. Y'all go in hell, Dwayne Wade. Gabrielle Union, I see why God closed your motherfucking womb so you can't have a baby. You funk ass bitch. You a man, this bitch needs to be kicked in a motherfucking ass. Hey, but hard on Gabrielle Union. I-
7: that's one person I'd love for you to interview, Coach. You to have on the show, because Charleston White. For people that don't know, he's a character. Online, he's a character. He does it on purpose. So right there, that was his character to get you to be riled up. But he's also going to try to speak his little truth. But anytime you see him on a real podcast where he's actually the real person, man, don't be saying a lot of lies, Coach. I'm not going to lie to you. Like on the Pat Bev podcast, he was really good. I like that. They they asked him some real questions. But that right there is his image. So I don't know.
1: But I'd yeah, I think mean, you'd have a
7: great interview. I'll do that.
1: Um uh, so wait Pat Bev has a as a show?
7: Yeah, so Pat Bev shout out to <clears throat> Pat Bev and Roan. Roan's a white uh, rapper, used to I used to follow him in battle rap and now they have a show. It's Pat Bev Podcast sponsored by Barstool and it's him and Rome and they had Charleston White on. And uh it was dope coach cuz Pat Bev you you love Pat, or you don't love Pat. But he's going to keep it real. He's from Chicago and Charleston White was definitely real on that podcast.
1: What about uh what about the uh Kevin Samuels guy. You remember him?
7: I don't got my glasses. I've been looking for my I had to do a show yesterday, so I brought him out. But I got square glasses just like Kevin Samuels. Rest in peace, the legend. I'm a huge fan of Kevin Samuels, Coach. Not only for what he did for the women, but what for what he was saying for the guys. A lot of people love Andrew Tate. He's cool, too. But Kevin Samuels doing the same thing, just without the rah-rah. So Theo
1: Vaughn had um, Charleston White on, too?
7: I don't know. I'd love to see that one. I love Theo, too. Yeah. Um, if he did, it's probably recent. Theo has a great interview with Boosie Badass, probably second best outside of Jason Brown. But yeah, Charleston White, like a lot of people don't like him. I didn't like him at first. But when you really see who the real him is, his real mess, because coach, a lot of people talk that shit. He's really out here making a change. He's really in the community, in the broken homes, helping kids out, putting money back in the communities. You just don't see that. So he's a yeah. real one. I like him. He just got to. Uh,
1: so, so, so cats is. So there's, I know there's, I don't know shit about the cat. So I know, I, I know. A lot of my homies don't really fuck with him. They think he's a sellout and shit, kind of like Whitlock, kind of like different. They got their takes on these cats, right? So, see, I stay out of the politics side. I'm like, dog, but if you're real or not, I'm going to find out. So just like the Kevin Samuels, just they say certain shit, like me and my boy Spree. Spree's like, dog, the cat's smart. I can tell he's smart, but he does say some dumb shit too. And as a brother, I'm like, ah. So, I've hear both sides, so I'm just trying to see who this cat is. Is he a click and like and retweet guy, or is he a is he? This is really who he is.
7: He's both, and and I like that he he says that he's both. He he lets you know it's a character, you know. I I have to, and and he's big on going against the rappers. That's his competition. Is the rappers promoting drugs, violence? Fuck these bitches, and he's saying no, nah, fuck that.
1: I got I to gotta see if he's on Theo Vaughn's shit.
7: Um, I'd love to see that, too. But I think you should reach out, Coach. We can get you on because he's a real one. He likes real talk. And I think if he saw you, he'd enjoy it. So that would be a big, big podcast, Coach.
1: Who, Charleston White or whatever? Yes, sir. Yeah, I got to see. I'm going to check it out. I got to see about who he is. Um, who's the other dude? Uh, what's his name? Boy, uh, what's the dude that jog, He he just talks while he's jogging and
7: shit? Oh, that's David Goggins. That's the realest of all, Coach.
1: Yeah, who's that cat?
7: Now, see, all these dudes we're talking about, <clears throat> there, there's levels. Kevin Samuels is a psychologist. You know, he's more of a therapist kind of guy, giving the real. Andrew Tate is a certified kickboxing pro that had a lot of money and is just kind of influencing the dudes. Um, that guy, who's the last person? I'm sorry, Coach. It's too early for me. Uh, the last person you just mentioned.
1: The guy running.
7: David Goggins. David Goggins is a former Navy SEAL, and he's just a master motivator on get it out the mud shit sucks that's what you need so he's the and, and he it's probably the perfect balance because david goggins is the type to say people reach out to him and my favorite one he said he's like uh people reach out to me and say man I, i'm just not getting to goggins i try so hard he owns he has like the pull-up record the sprint record he's a wild endurance guy and he's like people ask me you know i, I just don't feel good goggins i'm not seeing no results i'm trying trying he's like you're, you're texting you're sending me a dm what the fuck are you doing What are you doing about it? So he's real like honing on you. And I love the fact that a lot of people are talking this inspiration shit, coach. He's running miles every day while he's doing the video. So he's like, you can, you know, if you wake up and you're not having a good day, just know I'm out here grinding. I'm out here doing it. I like David Goggins. He's a savage. Um, Not super famous for his Navy SEAL career. He didn't last too long. He got injured and shit, but he went through it twice. He's the only person to complete SEAL training twice, go through Hell Week twice. He's a bad motherfucker, Coach, for sure.
1: Yeah, Sean, I know Sean Waffle sent me uh, the guy a while back. Uh, I'm going to check him out. I'm going to try to see if I can get him on. Um, get yeah, him he's, on. He's and, a big
7: uh, one, Coach. He's a big one.
1: Try to get a couple of these guys on. Yeah, that might be uh, might be what's up.
7: And I just – because he's just – I like people, coaches like you, that aren't afraid to rub the wrong feathers if you're being you. Like David Goggins will tell you, a lot of people in the SEALs didn't like him because he was hard. He became the instructor of the fitness. And he wasn't playing around, even though we're the top alpha males of the world, we're going back to buds. We're going back to tr- bu- fucking boot camp training. And some didn't like that shit. So, got to No, is him. this real? What is it, Coach? Jocko. Shout out to Joe Accord. Jocko Wilnick is a really big one. I'm trying to tell Coach JB that's who we need as president. Wait, is this real? That's who we need as president. No
1: way. Um,
7: breaking news. Breaking news. Breaking news.
1: Um, the Eagles O-lineman Josh Seals is indicted on rape and kidnapping charges just days before the Super Bowl. Eagles offensive lineman Josh Seals has been indicted on rape and kidnapping charges 10 days before the Philadelphia slated to play of the Kansas City Chiefs in Super Bowl. According to prosecutors in Ohio, the charges stem from an incident that had happened in Gusney County back in December of 2019. Wow. Damn. Is he a starter for the Eagles? I got no clue. Alan, is he a starter for the Eagles? Shit. I don't know what happened there.
7: I don't know. Yeah. Shout out Jordan Peterson. He's another good one.
1: I got to check out these guys, man. I got to get, I got to get with them. And uh
7: you'd like not- some coaches, I, knowing you, you might just not like all of them. But I think you'd like Charleston White. You'd like David Goggins, Jordan Peterson, maybe. You never know. He's a real one, too. Um, but, man, I don't know. I can't believe you're so hard on them Niners, coach, with the fourth string quarterback. Like,
1: damn. That's the problem, though. Like, that's the problem. Like, I'm tired of hearing that they got a loaded roster.
7: Because if they were loaded, it wouldn't have mattered with the quarterback you're saying?
1: But, dog, and I want to know. I'm going to ask Chase Senior, who covers him, like when the fuck are we going to start giving Shanahan some heat? He ain't won nothing. What's he won? He ain't won a Super Bowl. He's choked off two. He can't get to it. He has no quarterback. You're the you're a guru and on offense. You have no quarterback. It makes no sense. You got to have a quarterback.
7: And what did you think? I don't know if you saw uh, Coach Matt McChesney. Shout out to him. Oh, gee. He broke down the play that Purdy got hurt claiming that you might have to blame shanahan's scheme for putting a a backup to block you know what i mean what do you think about that coach
1: i haven't seen that one yet and i didn't backup tight
7: in to block their number one dn yeah
1: yeah i heard i heard about that i gotta check that out uh tell you right now we were me and my buddies have break him down a lot he's not a hell of a pass schematical guy he's a run creator um and finds mismatches in the run game with in football terms, trying to add a hat to the box using the guys like back mismatches with the back motion, and then they'll have, they'll put Debo in a motion sweep late, get an extra hat on the on the uh, perimeter, do different things. Um, I don't know, I don't know if he's a great pass scheme guy, and obviously huh, that's shown up in a twenty-eight-three Super Bowl blow. And in a Super Bowl for Chiefs, Wido hates to see that blow in Super Bowl. Um,
8: And I blame Shanahan.
1: uh, Edmonton in the house. Or Where you at, Montreal?
8: No, I'm in Edmonton, my brother.
1: Edmonton, man. I got to hang out with the head coach um, from the Edmonton. uh, Now they're the
8: Elks. Um, It's It's a horrible name, man. Everybody's pretty pissed off about it. Like, There was a, to me, it's nothing wrong with it. I mean, it, it pays to the heritage, but what do I know? I'm just a white boy from Canada. So I'm
1: going to come out there and and speak to this team. Um, I've, I've become pretty close with the head coach. I'm going to come out there and speak to the team and, uh, I'm going to come out to Edmonton, man. I, I, I never been to Edmonton. I hear good things.
8: Yeah. Edmonton's, uh, Edmonton's awesome, man. It's a great city. Uh, yeah. When you come out, we'll have to hook up coach.
1: No doubt, no doubt, no doubt. Um, who you got winning the Super Bowl, Devo?
8: Man, I I, th- I think Kansas City will win it, but my heart, I'd rather I'd, – I'd like to see the Eagles win it. I'd like to see Hurts uh, win a Super Bowl, you know, uh, with everything he's, you know, his college career and coming in the pros and stuff, adversity. It'd be nice to see him uh, win one, so.
1: Why no, who you got?
7: I like them Eagles, coach. I like the Eagles gonna flying J. around.
1: I'm going to ask Jay Sr., can, can the Eagles win with another subpar performance from Jalen Hurts, though?
7: When I think Eagles, I think that defense. That's me. And now they don't have the home field advantage, that Philly crowd, so it's a little different ballgame, but I like that defense, Coach.
8: If, if the Eagles defense can hold them in there, they've got a chance, you know. But, man, with Patrick Mahomes and that offense, it's going to be hard. But if the Eagles can keep them in it, they have a chance. But Hertz yeah. has got to be way better. Hertz has got to be way, way better.
1: Yeah, there's no doubt. <laughs> hey, uh, <clears throat> Wido, what you think about your uh, rival, Carolina Panthers, hiring Frank Reich?
7: I mean, they got to do something at this point. So I got
1: with your boy. I got to hang out with your boy Arthur Smith at the at, in Vegas last uh, weekend. Uh, him and Belichick were at the East-West Shrine Game. They've probably moved on to Mobile because the Senior Bowl now is in Mobile, Alabama this week. Uh, and then they're at the NFL Players Association game, which is at the Rose Bowl last week. So they're, they're moving around these big time, all these NFL draft prospects, CFL, draft, XFL, USFL. Everybody's out there trying to find a diamond in the rough who's not going to be a first rounder in the NFL. Right. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to see uh, if that was the right fit in Carolina. I thought, I thought, the, 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 I thought the head coach
7: was doing great there. Yeah, they weren't doing that bad. They had some good games, some bad games. I'm hopeful for Smith, though. Hey, what's up so... with fucking uh
1: neon fucking the sperm all over it? What's up? What's up with
6: what sperm? That's okay. <laughs> Let's get it. Um, my bed is doing great, by the way. I know that you you always.
1: Hey, what Toronto,
6: town are you in? Toronto, coach. Can okay. In, Toronto, well. yeah.
1: Evo's in Edmonton. I got to get yeah. to Canada. Goddamn.
6: Yeah, you do, man. Come down.
7: Hey, I coach. Love Toronto. Man.
6: The women are beautiful.
7: Before uh, we go crazy, coach, I got to ask you. Maybe. You're going to give some, maybe some credit. Maybe
6: back in your day, coach. Maybe back in your day. It's really changed,
7: man. When LeBron right, so James. you credit to who? You're going to give the credit to. I'm not even. I'm a, I'm a fucking Jordan guy, but you're going to give le- credit to LeBron James when he becomes the. Oh, oh
4: here look we look at, go. Here we go. I in
7: know. history in a <laughs> oh, Laker why jersey, Coach. Why no, why it's I, it's I, rigged. It's
1: rigged. Why or don't, why don't, you have
7: to get off the chat if you think shit's rigged, dog. Wido,
1: <laughs> right there, dog. Mediocrity is the new excellence, homie. Coach, it's
7: outside of baseball. What? Who could you imagine playing with? He's going to play with his son, Coach. That's going to be the greatest moment in sports history type of shit. Not just like old LeBron.
6: Ken Griffey Sr. did too.
7: Outside of baseball, Gordy. Different league. Different league. Outside of baseball. Those are kids playing with him. This is the league. NBA. Never seen it, Coach. And, man, Coach, he's 20 years deep. Could be the best player in the league right now, arguably.
1: (sighs) I don't know, dog. I'm not – no, He's, it's going to be a mockery because it ain't going to be he ain't going to be high level. And his son is garbage. If the NL and the NBA drafts his son, then we know it's just for LeBron because his son is horrible. His son can't even ball out here in L.A. He's getting his ass worked out here.
6: Yeah. Hey, do how, how do we know the Lakers are going to draft his son anyways?
7: He's going to go wherever his son gets drafted. That's the thing. He's going to go. His wherever. His son is garbage. Nah, he ain't garbage, coach. Come His on, son,
1: now. ain't no NBA dude.
7: Come on, coach. He ain't even get to college yet.
8: His yeah, son- like I know, I know he hasn't got to college yet. But like, if he goes in the draft, was what, what, he gonna be a second round pick, undrafted? Like, what kind of talents does he have? We haven't, we haven't
7: have. seen him, dog. Y'all didn't know who Anthony Edwards was. Y'all didn't know who Anthony Edwards Lido. was when he got to Georgia. Lido. I knew who he was. Real
1: though. If the motherfucker was legit, we'd be talking about him like the Ball Brothers and him going straight to the league. I
7: disagree. I disagree. The, the only we reason, the reason we talked about the Ball Brothers because of his dad. Most high school players go unseen. You don't know who nah, they bro. are. And the big-time dudes, they flop.
1: Uh, you're right. You're what right. happened
7: to yeah. Barry Parker? You know what I'm saying? So don't get too confused on the hype. LeBron's right. son is on a great team. Jabari bad,
6: Parker, Jabari that's Jabari that's Parker that's was good. Bad. He just fucked up once he got to the league.
7: No, nah, Parker he got was good. He, he's, a, he's a fucking McDonald's All-American coach. Sierra Canyon's is a very good game. team. Nah, man, he's a good player, coach.
0: He ain't no
1: good. Have you really watched
7: him? Yeah, absolutely. Have he you seen teams, on this, on he this plays team Sierra basketball. Canyon,
1: the Sierra Canyon, their high school, right up the street. Have you seen his roster and who they play? And when they go play someone legit, how he just is a non – he's not even out there. Like, he's not showing out. If you cannot show out in high school as the guy – you're not the guy. You're just the other guy.
7: I disagree. Depends on who you're playing for. Depends on what kind of this coach. you got kid, a real coach, this you're gonna going to play team ball.
6: This is coming from a Yugoslavian guy. You know, I was born down there, coach. And so this kid is going to be Darko Milicic 2.0 for guards.
8: <laughs> I mean, I mean, here's an example. Jean Morant oh, was even highly recruited to college. None and of then them look what either. he did. And then he's, he's an NBA all-star.
7: None of them were. Except LeBron, Andrew Wiggins was the chosen one. He's just a kind of whatever player. He's great, but it's it's. I mean, it's you got Garnett, Kobe, Man.
1: LeBron. You Man. got guys came out uh, Dawkins back in the day. I mean, we got guys that been in the league out of high
3: school. The probably- those,
7: yeah, those guys are real. Cause cool. I'm saying from Austin Rivers forward, that's the hoop mixtape mixtape era. That's where people got highlights and it looked raw, but you weren't like Aaron Gordon. You thought Aaron Gordon was gonna be the next fucking Blake Griffin times fifty. He didn't pan out to that, but the highlights showed that. Anthony Bennett was There's so many Anthony players, Bennett
6: though. was also a first overall pick. You do why? Gorgie? Him, right? Why
7: was he an overall pick? Because of what he did at college. Because someone Not was dumb. School. No. You no, can't. he was he was outrageous at UNLV, brother. He was out fucking rage. But
6: you cannot pick first overall out of UNLV. They play fucking nobody. I'm well, so
7: well gorgeous. that's why you make your bed and they're making big-ass draft picks in the NBA, brother. We'll just have to keep it rolling, you know what I'm saying?
8: But, but also, I think a lot of these players, it uh, depends on which team they get drafted, which coach, which, like, you know, like I'm saying, look at the Raptors, for example. They've taken second-round picks and made them into, I'm not saying all-stars, but, you know, uh, add and contribute to the team, you know what I'm saying? I think uh, it's like in any sports, it depends on which team, which coach. And how they get developed, you know, you can have all the talent in the world, but that's uh, also a factor as well.
6: The best Raptor, the best Raptor move of all time was getting rid of DeMar DeRozan for Kawhi Leonard. That's what won the championship because uh, he, DeMar DeRozan was never going to be that dude here. And he proved last night again that he's not that dude. Seven turnovers, uh, you know, stars can't do that.
7: I like DeMar. Um, Kawhi's definitely way better. He's a two-way player. Oh, I didn't see
1: Joe. Joe Accord's in here. Hey, I got like two – I got like 30 seconds. I got my boy Chase Senior jumping in. What up, Joe? What's what's the weather report like?
4: It's going to be a big ice storm today in Dallas.
1: Hey, I heard – hey, Lucy, I heard uh, Texas is fucking freezing over. You guys should just fall off and end up in that side of the ocean. (laughs) <laughs> and then maybe you flood Florida, and then White can move out west. And then California still reigns supreme at
7: the end of the day. Not a chance, Coach. Florida all day. <laughs> thirty south. And shout-out, man, my opinion. I'm not right on anything NBA basketball, but I'll give anybody in this chat 40 in real life. My favorite player, Coach, most underrated, underappreciated, you tell me, Zach Levine.
6: Shout-out yes. to the UCLA
7: yes. boy. Yes. That boy is bad. Lakers Zach need to Levine make a move for good. Levine.
6: Zach
1: Levine is that guy. Hey, what do the Lakers do, White O? They, they
8: don't have
7: much. Uh... I'll be honest, Cole, I like Russ coming off the bench, running with the twos. It's just you're betting so much on AD being healthy, and I don't know if he could do that. They're they gonna going to blow up. that
8: team up. They have to blow it up. They can't be running this crap anymore. I mean, over and over and over again. Like something's gonna happen drastically.
4: Worst thing that ever happened to Russell Westbrook is he left Oklahoma City. Yes, it's I a agree. hot take. It's a hot take, but you know,
6: the don't grass is not gr- the grass is not greener.
4: No, you're not wrong, trust me. That
6: could have been I'm here.
4: I'm here in Oklahoma City. You know that could I'm have
6: here. been a team of that could have been a
4: team of greatness for years. Hey, did you know that the uh the, the next four That's guys like that, I the next four active uh scoring leaders behind LeBron James, KD, Harden, yep. Westbrook, Westbrook, and then I forgot who the other one is, all Thunder guys.
1: Hey, hey, I'm gonna hey. break news with you guys on this one. Watch this shit right here. I don't know if you've heard about this shit right here that just came out on a show yesterday, apparently, but. CP3 was the other one. Yep. Watch this shit. Read that shit right there.
6: Oh, shit.
8: Okay. Well, no, the- <laughs> oh, shit. We're going to have more issues. Um, why, yeah. w- why would even he put that out anyways? Huh? Why yeah. would he even put that out anyways? Yeah. Like that's...
1: like it, it got out. It got out. Everyone yeah. found out. And then he Here's had the to himself on a podcast. The NFL market's
4: yeah. having these sports bet companies. And every time there's some kind of controversy dealing with these sports bet companies in the NFL, like say the, um, I forget the wide receiver. Why don't you help me out with this one? The wide receiver with the... Uh, did the parlay he got suspended for the year. Calvin Ridley. Ridley, yeah, that Ridley. guy, yeah, that guy. And then there's another guy too. It's like, I mean, if you're marketing it, the NBA or the NFL, should get, get rid of DraftKings? Should get rid of FanDuel all it? But they're not gonna because they know it's a billion, billion, billion dollar industry. But that stuff could be manipulated so bad right now. Like, how, how a player knowing a buddy of his saying, "Hey, put some money on this one if you win." Then just you know send
8: me the yeah. money kind of deal. Hey, but right,
1: just- I gotta get out of here. Chase is up. I gotta get him on. I appreciate you guys. I'll hit you up in a minute.
8: Yeah, uh, so sounds it. good. Everybody have a good day. Yeah, all you is- too, brother. Thank you. you.
1: Too. All right, Devo. Um, so my boy Ryan says, "Dude, that's a fake quote." No, it's not. Dumb fuck. I'm sharing with you right now that it's not a fake quote. He got called out. They called him out. He went on a show and said, I did not know my son bet on a game. That is what I'm telling you. I'm not saying he knew that or that he was involved. I'm telling you he had to defend his son that they found out his son bet on the Chiefs. So, so shut the fuck up, Ryan. Oh, bitch-ass motherfucker. You don't know what the fuck you don't know. Shut the fuck up. How about you fucking become a member and get the fuck out since you know all things, motherfucker? God damn you, motherfuckers, are dumb. Um, some of you motherfuckers just talk. He was on a podcast and said, "I don't know that my son placed a large wager because the NFL got called out through FanDuel and Fan and DraftKings and found out and said you know your son played a bet a money wager on the Chiefs." He said, no, I did not know that. So now, his name is now drugged through the mud even more than all this fucking shit we've been seeing. And it's funny how we showing this fake shit and then you see real shit later on. Ironic how that shit works. Ironic, ironic, ironic. So, who knows? Um... I just talked to Tone Diggs, by the way. Tone Diggs uh hit me up last night on a uh he didn't hit me up, but he responded on a on a on a tweet. Um Mellow Ball, dog. Hey, those guys could play though, Wido. They could actually play. These other cats can't play. This LeBron's son cannot play. He is not a dude. I'm telling you. He is not a dude. He's just another guy. Trying to tell you, I think he's another guy. I just think he's another dude, Wido. I think he's another dude that's going to struggle. Just keeping it real. I don't see him being the guy. And I think they're going to waste LeBron's going to play two more fucking years in the NBA and he's going to stay tip-top shape so he can play with his kid and he's going to look fucking garbage. I think LeBron's going to look garbage. He's going to try to make this scoring record so so where you can't ever catch it. That's what they're going to do. Um, to know about, let's get to Chase Sr. Make sure you follow it, Chase. He's on... uh on youtube uh make sure you follow him on social media chase got my instagram deleted so thanks chase for that uh um, again yeah no, they delete my instagram all the time bro my my main instagram has gone again it's been gone for now two weeks what a joke hey you can't say there's no platform for me chase i i've come to the realization there is no platform for me
5: people can't take that real talk that's all it is Hey, you got to come in earlier, man. We had like 800 people in here. Where the hell you been? Um, Hell yeah. So here in Dallas, we've had snow and ice the last two days. They don't have like salt trucks or plows. So the entire city is blanketed in ice. Usually it's a 10-minute walk for me to come into work. took me like 25 minutes. I was slipping and sliding on my way in here. It's ridiculous that they can't figure out that when a storm comes, how to handle it. It's wild. Hey, I heard you can't even. Dog, they don't know what black ice is in Texas. They don't? and people can't drive people can't handle it grocery stores restaurants they all shut down it's a joke hey remember boston shut down like remember back in 13 they shut the whole
1: town down that, that big swar- that big uh snowstorm they had maybe they couldn't go anywhere subways yeah.
5: everything was closed yeah i can't even go to the grocery store to get food <laughs> it's insane
1: oh man that's unbelievable um uh, yeah. hey look so do you follow do you follow
5: hoop Is uh is lebron's son any good to you Uh, if he was LeBron's son, he wouldn't get as much hype. I think that he's a solid division one player. I don't know if he's an NBA player in the future, but he's LeBron's son. So because of that, the recruiting process has been one of the most popular and hyped recruiting processes of all time. When I watch him play, you know, he's got some solid size, has some good bounce, but at the NBA level, he would be somewhat of an undersized guard, but I like him as a Division One player. I'm interested to see what he'll become. We kept waiting for that growth spurt to hit. It never really hit. His younger son actually is a little bit bigger than Bronny is, so he's the one who people are getting excited about. But I've heard that he doesn't love basketball as much as Bronny. He's not just as passionate about it. So it is pretty interesting, though. Um, what do you think about AB and his rap song, Up, man? Hi,
2: me I'm getting fa-fa. no Google Gaga. Omega
1: I, I don't know
0: what's worse,
5: Chase. The guy in the back or or an A-B? What's worse? Uh, It's probably A-B just because it's A-B and he continues to go down this path in which you just ask yourself, is this guy all right? Like for eight years with the Pittsburgh Steelers, he was on his way to becoming one of the best wide receivers in the NFL, and honestly, there's going to be a Hall of Fame case for what he did in a near-decade span because he was terrific. Goes out to the Raiders. After he demands the trade, there's a cryotherapy situation. Then he gets out of Las Vegas, and he runs into some of the legal problems. Only plays one game for the New England Patriots. Then it seemed as though he was getting right with the Bucs, and Tom Brady gave him another chance, and then he started talking shit on Tom Brady, and he ruined that relationship in that situation so I just honestly think that something's not right with them um it's unfortunate because he was on his way to having a terrific career but it's a byproduct of him just sabotaging his own career honestly let's
1: get right into it I got uh you got um there's a couple things that happened today Tom Brady retires um apparently we we we'll see if that's real or not um does he come back does he not at this point, I don't really care. Uh, The 49ers, uh, at this point, you got to start calling them the 39ers. You cover them pretty in depth. I don't know if I can continue to state, which I've said all year, like until they can show me they can win a Super Bowl under Shanahan and get a quarterback, they are still, and I I hate to be that guy because it's always easy to talk after the fact that the fucking shit went awry, right? We always, I hate to be that guy. I'll never try to be that guy, but I'm, on record saying that I got to see this Purdy kid win one before we start calling him the greatest fucking first-year starter of all time and all this shit we love to do in the media. Uh, It came to bite him up in the ass once again. We haven't really seen Shanahan win with any meaningful quarterbacks in the meaningful game yet. And I want to know one question. Why does Shanahan get a pass and McDermott doesn't in Buffalo?
5: Yeah, it's a good question, and I've been a defender of Kyle Shanahan. I mean, he's done this with pretty mediocre-to-average quarterback play, and for the most important position, they haven't been able to get it right or he's had all of his quarterbacks get injured. Now, when he's up 28-3 as the offensive coordinator against the Falcons, that's inexcusable. You just can't blow that lead when you're in the Super Bowl – when he's in the third year as a head coach of the 49ers and you're up 11, 21-10, going into the fourth quarter against the Chiefs, you have to find a way to close that game out. And then last year in the NFC Championship game, up by 10, going into the fourth quarter against the Los Angeles Rams. But in each of those games that he's been a head coach for, the other team has had the better quarterback. Has his game management been a little bit sketchy? Yes. But this year, I actually think it's his best coaching job. He had to change the offense and have different iterations of it three different times from Trey Lance, who's different than Jimmy Garoppolo, who's different than Brock Purdy. And then Purdy, prior to going up against the Eagles, had gone 7-0 and as the final pick in the draft. The Niners were averaging more than 30 points per game with the rookie quarterback, who everybody passed up on multiple times in the draft. And I'm not sure if they win that game against Philadelphia because I think the Eagles were the better team and they really did dominate the trenches on the offensive line and defensive line. But I think we were robbed of seeing a potentially great NFC championship game. Once Purdy goes down, Josh Johnson's been on like 13 teams in his NFL career. Like you knew that the Niners were shot. So really all Shanahan has to do is get that quarterback spot right. And yes, does he have some flaws for sure? He ran quarterback draw with Trey Lance way too many times. That's how he got injured on the, Play that Purdy got injured, he did have the tight end blocking Hassan Reddick, who is second in the NFL, only to Nick Boson sacks this year. But if Purdy gets rid of that ball a little bit quicker, Brandon Iyukes actually opened down the field, and that could have been a touchdown. So I understand the Kyle Shanahan criticism, but think about how hard it is in his tenure. Uh, he's been here seven years with the Niners, right? He had to completely tear everything down, rebuild it, year three, he gets to a Super Bowl in 2019, 2021 NFC Championship game, 2022 NFC Championship game. So you're looking at seven years in which he's made it to an NFC Championship game three times in a Super Bowl once. Everybody wants to compare him to Andy Reid. But Andy Reid was in Philly for 14 years, and he made it to five NFC Championship games and four in a row. Now, obviously, if Shanahan comes up short again next year, then maybe things start to get a little bit rocky, but that roster is still loaded, but they have to get quarterback right because they're in a win now mode right now. And now with Purdy's elbow injury, unsure about Trey Lance, Tom Brady now retiring. What do they do at quarterback? Do they swing big for Aaron Rodgers? Do they go with Lance and Purdy on their rookie deals? It's gonna be fascinating.
1: That's that was my next question. Now with Brady retiring. See, my thing is I argue McDermott did a much had a way harder task to build that my that. Buffalo team uh, up from a horrible roster to where they've been. He's taken a lot of heat. I think he's underachieved as well. I don't think Buffalo has nearly the weapons outside on the perimeter that people think they have. Gabe Davis being their second leading receiver is not a guy that's going to get them over the hump. He's not a, a he's not even a Boyd or a Higgins in Cincinnati. He's a he's like a, a fourth or fifth wideout on most other teams, especially a Minnesota. Uh, 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 a team like Minnesota or Cincy or the Rams, or he's not a guy that's going to be the, the the second leading guy. People think this Buffalo team's loaded. They're not. They have no run game. They don't try to run the ball. But McDermott's under fire for not getting, being the favorite to win the Super Bowl, odds-on favorite, and not even getting to the AFC title game. First time ever, I believe, in odds-making history that the odds-on favorite did not even make the title game in the AFC um, I think that Shanahan deserves the same amount of credit. He's proven to us who he is. He choked, He's chokes. He's a choke artist. And I don't call loaded rosters loaded without a quarterback. Chase. I, yeah, I guess the team is loaded life.
5: outside a quarterback.
1: Hey, I, I've been that way my whole life. Catch used to walk in and we. Oh man, we're loaded, Coach. We got a hell of a class. And I'm like, I'm not sold on cue, though. We're not loaded because that position right there is what's going to. What we've seen it just happen. Like yeah. Chase, that game is a 14-7 game with two minutes or three minutes in the second quarter. It's not a blowout. Like, it's 14-7, and Purdy's injured. Yeah. Like, that game is an actual, probably a good-ass game
5: with Garoppolo. Yeah, Garoppolo or Purdy. The thing with Josh Johnson, like, he's been on 13 teams in his NFL career for a reason. You saw that he's just not equipped to play in a big time NFL environment. There was one point where he looked over to Kyle. He's like, I can't hear you at all. And his hand was like trembling. So you knew once he had to come in that the 49ers were doomed for, and it's really unfortunate because I wanted to see what that team was able to do on kind of more of a level playing field with Philadelphia, because their defense was making it very difficult for Philly. And, The Eagles were struggling to move the football. And then the Niners really just unraveled. They committed all these dumbass penalties. They shot themselves in the foot. And when you do that and you turn the football over three times and the Eagles are able to capitalize in good field position, you're just not going to win at that stage going up against a really good team.
1: Yeah, I, I, I just, I gotta see Shanahan. Like Shanahan has to get a quarterback. It's his decision to to sign Trey Lance. It was him and Lynch's decision, cold Let's get Lance, and I'm like Lance. I don't, I don't see that. Uh, but anyway, he's hurt. He hasn't really played in three football seasons or more. Uh, I, I think you got to blow that thing up. And quarterback, man, you got to go get an Aaron Rodgers. He's the only one that's available. He could come back home. It could be a feel-good story. You can't beat him, join him, and Aaron Rodgers side of the house. And then for the Niners' sake, let me get a guy. We can still run boot naked with him. We can still do our offense at, with 39-year-old Aaron Rodgers. Plus, we can make all the throws. I yep. still think they need to go get a guy, though, um, to complement his. He's got to be able
5: to throw a back-shoulder fade to
1: somebody over six foot.
5: Yeah, they don't really have that big-bodied wide receiver. And if I'm Aaron Rodgers, Aaron, if you care about winning, if you care about your legacy, you've only made it to one Super Bowl, and that's been a disappointment for arguably the best thrower of the football that we've ever seen, at least one of the most gifted. If I'm Aaron Rodgers, F that noise about going to the Jets, man. The Jets are the Jets for a reason, and they've been the Jets for a long time. If you go to Green Bay ownership and you say, look, If you trade me to the Jets, I'm retiring, okay? If you trade me to the Niners, all right, they can give you some draft compensation. The problem with that is that the 49ers don't have first-round picks because they gave them up for Trey. And they do have multiple third-round picks and 11 picks in this upcoming draft. And you could get some really good players in that third round and maybe – you send Green Bay a good player. Maybe it's Trey Lance. Maybe it's another franchise cornerstone to make Green Bay a little bit happier about that deal. But if I'm Aaron Rodgers, I'm strong arming Green Bay in the trading meet to San Francisco. If you want to win a ring and you care about your legacy, that's the best team to do it with. He's a scheme fit because Matt LaFleur worked with Kyle Shanahan and Sean McVay. They run similar offenses. And yet they might not have that big body wide receiver, but shoot, man, they're loaded. Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, George Kittle, Christian McCaffrey. They got to get offensive line right. That defense, basically, every starter on it is still under 30 years old. But Trent Williams yesterday didn't rule out retiring. George Kittle is 29. Kyle Uzchek is 30 31. Debo Samuel is in his later 20s. Like, you have to strike while the iron is hot, and you can't continue to mess around with this quarterback situation. If I'm San Francisco, I'm going all in and I'm trying to get Aaron Rodgers because all that matters is the Super Bowl. And Shanahan should be thinking about like legacy. You still can't get to your homeboy. Like, you're trying, like, this guy has a Super Bowl, dog. Your best friend in the world, McVeigh, has one. You don't. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. don't like if Kyle Shanahan goes out and tries to get Kirk Cousins, that's a joke. We know what he is, and he continuously comes up short in some of the biggest of games.
1: Yeah, I agree. Um, Sean Payton, to uh, does he resurrect Russell Wilson? Um, is it a real resurrection, or did he just have a bad year, a new system, bad coach, bad environment? What, whatever you want to say. Can Sean Payton fix uh, Denver? And why Denver over what everyone thought besides me? I said there's no way. I know the truth, and the truth is he hates Kyler Murray. I knew from the gate. I said it on this show. There's no way he goes and coaches the mental midget. Why does he take Denver over Arizona?
5: A couple of reasons. They do have a pretty good roster. Uh, Javante Williams is a really good running back. They have a couple of really good tight ends the Dorsuch kid from UCLA and Albert Oakway, they have Jerry Judy, they have Cortland Sutton, the Tim Patrick injury really hurt them. And then defensively, they're really good. Like Patrick Sertan is one of the best cornerbacks in the NFL. They have good defensive linemen, good linebackers, good safety. So the roster is in a pretty good spot. We'll get to Russell Wilson in a second, but when you look at the Broncos also, when you go kind of Denver West, It's really the Broncos and the 49ers as arguably the two biggest brands out that way. And then, of course, you have to throw the Raiders in there as well. Ownership is going to be willing to spend because they're spending a lot of money for Sean Payton. Do you know what they paid paid him? I don't. Those details haven't come out yet. But honestly, if it's like 15, $20 million per year, it's not going to surprise me. So if you're Payton and you're getting that much money then how do you turn that down with a pretty good roster? And you know, JB, when you get your hands on a quarterback, when you were a coach or any coaches out there, they're very stubborn about some of these quarterbacks that they can resurrect and they can develop because they know with my football mind, with my offensive scheme, with how we are going to run this organization, we can get this said quarterback on track. And Russell Wilson, let's be real, like prior to this year, he was – Really, really good. And prior to last year, he had never won less than nine games per year. I'm talking about the 2021 season. So can he get resurrected? I'm not sure. He's weird. And he he got weird kind of overnight. Like for him to demand having his own office. That's bigger than the head coaches, allegedly. For him to really not interact with the younger players on the roster, that's odd. I think it's pretty telling that some Seahawks former players and Broncos players have said, yeah, Russell Wilson is kind of a phony. And for him to have like his own staff following him around in the practice facility, that's just odd to me. And Sean Payton is not going to allow that to happen. So if he gets Russ back on track and – runs things his way, and then caters the offense to Russ's strengths, then, yeah, I do think that Russell Wilson can start playing solid football again. I just don't know and can't fathom how overnight the guy just lost it all. So I'm interested to see what happens. The thing with the Broncos, they play in a loaded division, so it's not going to be easy against Justin Herbert and the Chargers, Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. We'll see what the quarterback situation is with the Raiders.
1: I heard he got 21 million, um, with a four million dollar option on incentives each year. Based on those incentives are not out there yet, so 21 million base, up to 25 million a year.
5: Yeah, that's that's what I was hearing too. That it's somewhere in that 2025 range, which is wild. It's because wild. Belichick makes that much money, so he had he
1: wanted Belichick money.
5: Yeah, and and let's be real about Sean Payton. Like, he's a really good coach. Um, you know, what he did with New Orleans turning that franchise around was terrific. But to have only one Super Bowl with Drew Brees and a really good roster for a long time, I understand that they had the Minneapolis Miracle, they had the Nickel Roby Coleman, they had the Kyle Rudolph pass interference. But on top of that, as well, they did come up short. In a lot of big playoff games. So I love Peyton, Bill Parcells. He learned under him. And obviously, he's a great coach, the best out there on the market for available head coaches. But he's come up short in some situations as well. Let me ask you this
1: uh, Houston hires another defensive coordinator, D'Amico Ryan's. Uh, you know, ignorance is life threatening. The definition of insanity is to do the same shit over and over and over. Expect a different result. I just, it blows my mind that this was the hire. I like the Miko Ryans and all that. But the bottom line is, man, a young DC, first-time head coach. I just don't get it. Um, They've continued to go down the same path
5: with DCs. Um, Where's your take on this one? So, If I'm running an organization, I'm catering to where the league is right now. And in the final eight of the NFL playoffs, seven head coaches were offensive. In the final four, all four coaches were offensive. Now in the Super Bowl, Andy Reid, Nick Sirianni, they both have offensive backgrounds. So I'm a proponent of hiring an offensive coach, finding your quarterback, building along the offensive line and defensive line. And if you build inside out on top of getting the quarterback and the coach right, I think that your organization can be on the road to success. Now, if I were to hire a defensive coach, it would be D'Amico Ryans. If I'm Houston, I think it makes a lot of sense. He played there. The fan base has not been invested the last couple of years. He's a franchise icon. And now by bringing him in, they're going to be invested once more. I do believe that given him being an All American at Alabama, an All-Pro at the NFL level, him playing really well for a long time for Houston, that he's going to have the respect of the players. He understands the game well. I thought defensively he made good adjustments in-game with San Francisco. This is a guy that people are going to respect. He's a good communicator. But at the same time, while he can be your friend, he's not going to take any bullshit. And I do believe that that is really important. I also think that he has connections to build a pretty good staff. So, I don't hate the hire just because it's D'Amico going to Houston. The defensive thing, yeah, going back to it is certainly questionable. Here's my other thing with hiring a defensive head coach he might work out, but then if you get the offense right and your offensive coordinator who's calling the plays has that offense clicking, you're putting up big numbers it's going to be a year or two before then you lose that offensive coordinator. Then you have to go find another one. And in terms of offensive system, offensive scheme, you're able to have really no stability, no consistency because you're always going through different offensive coordinators because if they're successful, they're going to get other jobs. And that's the problem by hiring a defensive guy is no consistency offensively because you're always looking for a new OC. I
1: agree. Uh, the Jalen Hurts struggles um, throwing the football. I've documented. It. I've Sean Salisbury and I broke it down. We're gonna break some more of him down tonight. Um, I really, I've seen him come a long way. I, I love how he's transitioned and made his uh, created a better platform. Mechanically, he's become a lot better. He still has a horrible delivery, and um, we kind of broke that down, and 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 you can really see it on film. Um, we got that playoff film. The next day which uh was incredible if he has another subpar performance 120 yards etc can this team beat Kansas City or does he have to ball out
5: yeah uh he's gonna have to be better and throw the football a little bit more than he did against the Niners and against the Giants I still don't think that that shoulder is right It looks like it's 70%. Deep ball accuracy wasn't there. He missed AJ Brown streaking downfield wide open. That could have blown the game open, honestly. The velocity is there. I'm not sure the touch and accuracy is there. And with the shoulder, given his mechanics, if you watch him, like he comes out here kind of with the ball. And then if you watch him straight away, like he's very over the top. And when you're over the top, like, that does put some strain on your shoulder because your shoulder isn't really meant to move in that direction. So a little bit concerned. But I do think that Philadelphia can win this football game, even if he doesn't throw for 300 yards. Why is that? Because the Eagles are built to stop a team like Patrick Mahomes because they're built like the last two Super Bowl champions have been built with a great defensive line that gets after the quarterback. And that's the formula to take down a quarterback like Mahomes or Josh Allen or Joe Burrow. Last year in the Super Bowl, the Rams had the most sacks in the history of the Super Bowl against Joe Burrow. The year before that, the Buccaneers had the most pressures in the history of the Super Bowl against Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes in that game, Chiefs got dominated. He was running for his life all throughout that game. Chiefs didn't stand a chance. Last year, that game was certainly back and forth, but what happened on the last drive? Cincinnati's offensive line could not hold up. What's Philadelphia's strength? They had 70 sacks in the regular season. I think they're now approaching 80 sacks combined in the playoffs. Their 70 sacks in the regular season were 15 more than any other team in the NFL. Hassan Reddick now has 19 and a half sacks combined in the regular season as well as in the playoffs. But it's not just him. It's Josh Schwett. It's Fletcher Cox. It's Javon Hargrave. They are loaded, loaded up front, and they have a good secondary. So usually, you know, sometimes you have a good defensive front that can get pressure on the quarterback with the subpar secondary, which you can get away with because if the quarterback has no time to throw, it makes their job easier. But the back end with Bradbury, CJ Gardner, Johnson, Darius Slate, they can hold up on some of those weapons, which are honestly subpar for Kansas City. And you have the defensive line. And the Eagles offensive line is terrific. They ran for 268 and nearly 150 in their two playoff games. So if they beat up Kansas City with the Eagles defensive line and the Eagles offensive line, and offensively they're able to run the football successfully – really dominate time of possession. They're excellent at converting red zone trips into touchdowns at nearly a 70% clip once they get in the red area. You keep Mahomes on that sideline, then once he comes on the field, he's getting pressured with an ankle that might not be 100% with weapons that I think are really just average. That's how the Eagles can win this football game, even if Jalen Hurts doesn't chuck it for three bills.
1: People are calling Mahomes the next Michael Jordan. I'm calling him the next LeBron James. I think he's great talent and all that. I don't think he's the greatest of all time by any means, or will he be? If he loses again, he's one and two in Super Bowls, and he doesn't have a great performance in a Super Bowl. Remind you, he's only thrown two touchdowns in two Super Bowls, less than any other two Super Bowl-attending quarterback has ever thrown. Four picks, by the way, in two Super Bowls. Is his his name at 27 years old going to start
5: to lose value when these people talk goat. <laughs> well, I mean, if anybody's called Patrick Mahomes, Michael Jordan, have we forgotten about Tom Brady? Michael yeah. Jordan won it's six rings. Like, hey, Tom hey, Brady should, has should, seven. Same thing. Have we forgotten Kobe Bryant? We just skip yeah, over him. Look, this is such the prisoner of a moment type of mentality. Uh, what have you done? Michael Jordan. Yeah, the Michael Jordan of the NFL is Tom Brady. Michael Jordan has six rings, multiple MVPs. Tom Brady has seven rings, five Super Bowl MVPs, three regular season MVPs. So let's not forget that Tom Brady is the GOAT and Michael Jordan is the GOAT. And I actually kind of like the Patrick Mahomes-LeBron thing because LeBron's a more gifted, freakish athlete than Jordan. And Mahomes is a more freakish, gifted thrower of the football than Tom Brady. But right now, as far as I know, he has won Super Bowl. This is now their third Super Bowl in four years. If he loses once again, then we have to get rid of that conversation. I thought that once the Chiefs won that first Super Bowl in 2019 over San Francisco, everybody's saying, KC's going to win five. Are we going to act like winning five Super Bowls is easy? Winning two puts you up there with some of the best of all time. So hey, it'll be a classic overreaction. Next week. Yeah, it's a classic overreaction. He, he could be above Aaron Rodgers next week. Easily, easily. I easily. mean, I just don't
1: get it. We always want to anoint these guys so quickly, and I'm just like, dude, that's not it. Uh,
5: if you have to make a guess as you get out of here, uh, who's your Super Bowl champ? Uh, I'm going to go Eagles because I believe that they are built to combat with K- what Kansas City does. And I'm looking at the last couple of Super Bowl champions. What did they do defensively? Everybody wants to focus on the quarterback. If you can't pass protect and that quarterback doesn't have time to throw and he's getting pressured and then that leads to turnovers, which can swing a game, then I like Philadelphia. And I think their offensive line can kick Kansas City's ass. Chris Jones is phenomenal. But if they are able to find success running the football, control the clock, Force a couple of Mahomes turnovers and sacks. I think the Philadelphia wins. I think it's going to be somewhat high scoring because I think these offenses might exchange blows here and go back and forth. So I think the Eagles win like 36-30. I think it's going to be a close game.
1: One thing about Andy Reid, he loves dissecting great defensive coordinators. He diced the 49ers defense, could have scored 50 on that number one so-called defense. Yeah, Um Can he do it again? He also
5: chokes in some big games, though.
1: Yeah, he does. As a guy
5: who grew up in Philadelphia, I've seen it time and time again.
1: Yeah, he does. Uh, I don't know if he's ever had this type of roster that he's had the last three years um, in Philly. He's had some great rosters. Do you believe in this? This conspiracy theory, is it real? Did, Did the referees take a dive, or do you think it was just bad refereeing?
5: Is that actually a real photo? No, no. (laughs) Okay, I was about to say game recognized game. That's hilarious. Uh, Look, all
1: over the place. This guy's everywhere, though. They got more memes about this guy. And then his son apparently bet on a game. His son apparently bet on the game. That's what they're saying now. I don't know if it's real or not. That's what they're saying. Uh, Hey,
5: Joe Burrow, don't throw two picks. And for uh, Joseph Asai or whoever it was, I think it was Joseph Asai. Don't hit Patrick Mahomes when he's on the white, out of bounds. He knew that he messed up. He said that I have to be better. That's how the Bengals lost that game. Giveaways, late hit on the quarterback, not referees.
1: Well, they missed the uh, punt block in the back, and they missed the uh, third down. Uh, but Also, team. JB,
5: don't give up a kick return that led to the game-winning field goal around midfield. Special teams has to keep it on lockdown as well.
1: Hey, but that was a horrible clip. They don't, they don't, they, that play should have been called back. They should have been starting at the minus 15 instead of the 40. Uh, that was a bad momentum switch. And then the third down and nine getting re ran. I haven't seen anything like that since Nebraska, Missouri. Or, I mean, Colorado, Missouri of 90, 1990. Uh, they got five downs. I mean, that's just, I, I've never seen a ref chase in all my life coming from the north sideline. Usually the guy calling the play clock is the quarterback behind the quarterback. He sees the play clock. He whistles it dead. Not a guy coming north of the play. And then allowing them to run the play and tell them that it's too loud. That is when I first opened my eyes, Chase. And I'm like, I've never seen that shit.
5: Yeah. But it's also good for the NFL if Burrow wins the Super Bowl, too. So, I don't know.
1: Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. Hey, man, I appreciate you coming on. Are you
5: live today? uh live tomorrow on eagles uh i was live yesterday on niners and now with the purdy injury tom brady retiring trent williams talking about maybe retiring aaron Rodgers rumors being back 49ers report is going to be on a heater philadelphia eagles now we're going to be covering the super bowl so
1: hey congratulations man appreciate all the work you do and uh hey man i appreciate you joining me man and uh, i'll see you next week yes sir sounds good peace all right brother Chase Senior, clap it up. Make sure you follow him on all social media platforms. Um, Man, work boot Wednesday. It's hump day. We've got a lot in today. Uh, Tomorrow is thirsty Thursday. Uh, Look to have a few surprise guests on Thursday and Friday. Maybe even a couple day co-hosts. We'll see. Um, But we're going to get out there and get it done. Rest in peace, Bruce Helms. And uh I appreciate everybody, man. Hit that like button, subscribe, become a member. Uh, I'm going to go get ready. Uh, Sean Salisbury and I are going to be on Last Chance Q tonight, 5 p.m. Pacific. Make sure you join in live as we're going to break down Joe Burrow, Patrick Mahomes, and Jalen Hurts some more. Can't wait for that. Uh Become a member of the Discord Slap Nation if you're not one. And go on over to CoachJBStore.com, get you some merch, Uh especially the shirt that says mediocrity is our new excellence go get one of those and rock that shit at your favorite walmart with no shoes on and no teeth in your mouth hey man it's been a great one i'll see you guys on the other side peace